0: 4843. You ready? Yes. Now, let's go to the Auto Value Bumper to Bumper parts Studio with the huge one, Bill Simonson.
1: What's up, Michigan? We are on the road on a special Thursday broadcast inside the Team Hotel for Ferris State Football as they prepare for the D2 National Championship game on Saturday at 1 o'clock Michigan time. You'll be able to watch the game on ESPNU. Also, our flagship station, 96.1 The Game in Grand Rapids, is carrying uh, the live Bulldog broadcast. That will be on Saturday at 1 p.m. We had a three-hour delay due to maintenance issues leaving Grand Rapids yesterday. Arrived in Dallas around 8 o'clock last night. Had the police escort to the hotel. The Bulldogs have been in team meetings. They're just wrapping up a practice. Tony Anise is ready, uh, looking for back-to-back d2 national championships and they'll take on colorado mines on saturday in mckinney texas we drove by the stadium it's a high school stadium it like seats twenty five thousand. everything is big in texas including the christmas carols that are going over the speaker system right now here at the ferris state team hotel you maybe can hear them in the background and i'm not gonna be the Ba humbug guy But if somebody doesn't turn down the damn Christmas music, I have a statewide broadcast to do. And I don't need Wham! uh, singing Christmas carols, okay? Oh, it's gonna be a Christmas, a shiny bright Christmas. I I am a little grumpy because, uh, again, you can't control maintenance issues on a chartered plane. Uh, So, you know, we wait three hours and they take care of it because... Uh, An oil hose had broken, and if we would have taken off, you know, with oil leaking in the engine, okay, uh, it's like a big firecracker. So, we finally do take off. These Christmas carols are going to drive me nuts. I know, a holiday spirit? Yeah, here's holiday spirit. Somebody find the fuse box. So, we're on the Ferris State football charter, And they gave us, you know, Gatorade. Because it was going to be a two-hour, 20-minute flight. Supposed to leave at, you know, 3 o'clock in the afternoon yesterday. They gave us a Gatorade water. We're going to eat when uh, we get to our team hotel. And, you know, Rob and Sandy and the crew. And go grab a bite to eat. Well, three-hour delay. uh, There's no food. So we're about an hour and 15 minutes into the flight from Grand Rapids to Dallas. And all of a sudden, I smell like pasta. And I'm like, man... Oh, yeah, bells are going to be ringing. Yeah, bells are going to be ringing if this music continues. Uh, And I smell pasta, and I'm thinking, oh, they're going to serve us, you know, a a little meal considering we had a three-hour wait. All of a sudden, the flight attendants sit down with bread and pasta, and they're eating right in front of me. I'm, like, giving them the dirty, hangry look. The same look I'm giving this speaker system right now. Yeah, will I be home for Christmas? I don't know, okay? I'm in McKinney, Texas. North of Dallas. Yeah. Will I be home for Christmas? Oh, my God. Three hours of Christmas karaoke? That's incredible. That's ridiculous. I'm not going to be the Bah Humbug guy. Uh, Inside this broadcast, uh, we'll preview Ferris and Colorado Mines. Also, we'll talk to one of the greatest D2 players ever, Jason Vanderlaan. We'll check in in a moment. Uh, Left Ferris, went on and played in uh, the NFL, now uh, offensive coordinator for Rockford High School on the west side of the state. And just a decorated... Uh, career, One of the best ever at the D2 level. Two-time Harlan Hill Trophy winner, 2014-2015. And I think no quarterback has rushed for more yardage at any level in college than what Vanderlaan did in Big Rapids for Ferris. And I know he's pumped up uh, for the national championship game on Thursday. He'll join us. Lomas Brown uh, from the Lions Radio Network. Lions and the Jets on Sunday. Lions need to win out, in my mind, to be a playoff team. I also, speaking of Lions, shared a couple of stories from Jeff Risden from the Lionswire.com and the Detroit Lions podcast. They're talking about the speed of Jamison Williams on that touchdown throw was like some of the fastest speed ever recorded in the NFL. I have the story up Addie Hude show on Twitter, the Hued show on Facebook. And then Risden wrote a great article at the Lionswire.com where he broke down uh, the Lions newfound defensive surge. So, good stuff uh, from Risden. I have the articles up. Yeah, Jamison Williams. I'm telling you, I saw that speed. And I was telling everybody last night at dinner watch it in slow motion and how fast he is in slow motion and how far and how quickly he separated from that other Lion or the Vikings DB on that touchdown for the Lions. So, we'll get to the Lions. We'll talk Michigan, TCU, Chris Ballas from the Wolverine.com. Uh, will join us, one of our Michigan insiders. Oh, Batman, Christmas Carol song? What in the hell is this? Oh, yeah, Batman's wide to telling you why, because Batman is coming to town. I can't do this. I really can't. Uh, Ballas will check in. Uh, some Michigan State fans are chirping at me because Mozzie Smith's court date where he pleaded down to a misdemeanor will now be after uh, the college football playoff concludes. So, you know, Michigan State fans are saying he should be suspended. He pleaded down. It's a misdemeanor. Okay? Stop it. All right? Just stop it. So we'll talk to Ballas about that. Also, Michigan TCU, the voice of TCU football, also will join us. So a huge show in Texas. Everything is big in Texas. I think Superfly tells me that Jason Vanderlawn is standing by this dude. Like I said, I don't know if anybody's ever had a better D2 football career than what he had for Ferris State in Big Rapids, uh, now in West Michigan uh, inside the Rockford High School football program, which is a powerhouse, and uh, Jason is standing by. How you doing, my friend? I'm doing good. How are you? Good, man. You coming down here? You know, I was down there last
2: year, and I was doing everything I can to get back down there this year. I had some family things come up; I got to take care of, unfortunately. Uh, but I'll be, I'll be rooting along. My parents will actually be down there as well, though. Uh, I got a big crowd going down there, and just like uh, last year, was a great time. Wish I could be back there, but it just didn't work out this year.
1: Yeah, it's a really cool experience, and the way they uh, set it up for Ferris and Bulldogs looking for back to back national championships and seeing, uh, I'm talking a ton of Ferris alums, students, everybody already. And it's, uh, you know, we're still well, a little less than 48 hours uh, from the national championship game over at mckinney isd a high school field that you know looks like i said everything is uh, big in texas and yeah coach talked about you i saw tony at breakfast this morning talked about you guys last year and just how big it was for the program and even though all the players who didn't win a title or maybe made it deep into the playoffs everybody shares in the success of ferris state football am i correct on that jason
2: yeah, and that really changed around I would say when Tony got there. So we really didn't make the playoffs before him and then um even just the love for past teams has grown so much since he got there in twenty twelve and then that's why I think that you're seeing the kind of people that you are out there and then the people that showed up for Ferris and last year when I went down there, I mean, the second that tailgate get opened there's there's hundreds of people there already, which is crazy. Uh but it's cool to see how much uh Ferris traveled. But yeah, like you said, I mean all the kids that were my age, you know, we, we started to make the playoffs, we made a couple of runs. We didn't win the national championship, but we were down there. Uh, we, were, we were storming the field the second that that whistle blue last year. We were hugging everybody, and it, and it felt like, you know, we were still part of that team and we were part of that victory. So it's just kind of cool to see how much all the past guys uh, are still enjoying this and we're just all supporting it. And it's amazing players from the powerhouse that they are today.
1: Jason Vanderlaan. Like I said, two-time Harlan Hill Trophy winner, 2014-2015. That's the D2 equivalent of the Heisman Trophy. And Rob Bentley from the Ferris State broadcast crew and also Associate AD told me that uh, Jason had more rushing yardage uh, in college at Ferris State than any other uh, college player at any level at quarterback. So a phenomenal career, went on to play in the NFL for a few years, and then uh, the love of football is still there in his heart, and he's part of uh, the prestigious Rockford uh, High School football program as their offensive uh, coordinator. Uh, Tony Anise, I, I want to get your thoughts. Uh, uh, why, why has Ferris been so successful under Tony Anise?
2: Yeah, it's it's first of all so he he's a phenomenal offensive mind, without a doubt. Okay, but the more that I've been around other teams and that I've bounced around five hundred teams in the NFL I have been at I've been at high school now, you see other teams, you watch I mean, at the end of the day, you can find the plays that teams are gonna run and you can run them yourself. You know, why why is he better than these other schools? And what it comes down to is he's gonna get the most out of every single guy every single day. And he's uh I, don't know, I think he just turned 60, whatever. But the amount of energy that he has and that he brings to practice every day is unbelievable. I mean, there, there's never one single down day. There's never one period where he's taking something off. There's never one rep that he's just going to let you go 75%, 700%. I mean, he just cuts it, And it's his love for this game and it's his love for his players. Uh, he, he's a great job at giving kids second and third chances. Um, sometimes some players might not like that, but he really sees something in you um, and he's going to work with you. And, and to see those kids come out of some of those situations um, because he's worked with them and they showed him the love that he has for them, um, it really helps the team out so much. And it, it just like I said, he gets everybody going 100% all the time. So then now, now that they're a powerhouse, now you can recruit even better kids and then you get those kids going, well, I mean, we're going back to back national championships Four times in a row, Uh, semifinals he just has something special to him where he can get everything out of you and I know one of his big things is is love and how much he loves his players how much the players love each other Um, and there's just a lot more sense of uh, just genuine care and love between the team that I don't feel like a lot of programs have it's something that's a lot more close knit up in big rapids what a lot of guys don't get when they go their
1: places Hey Amen. And I've seen it just in the last week or so uh, with my live broadcast and traveling with the team last night and being around the team hotel and seeing the guys and the coaches and the fans and the families. And uh, really, uh, I'm, I'm telling you, I said this to Rob at breakfast. This Ferris team uh, has a grit to them. They have a toughness. You know, I talked about all your accolades, and you earned them, and two-time Harlan Hill Trophy winner, the equivalent of the Heisman and your rushing yardage as a QB. No one has ever eclipsed that at any level of college football. But this Ferris team, their their defense, uh, second half against West Florida last week in the D2 semifinal, Jason, their Mm -hmm. defense has carried this team this year when you look at some of the playoff wins and regular season wins uh, that they needed to get to this point.
2: Yeah, it, it's crazy looking at... So, Coach Hodges was there when I was there. Um, and just, I mean, even the last last year, their defense was good. Now, their offense, I mean, with Jared Bernhardt last year, on the Falcons now. I mean, their offense was, you know, destroying people. And now this year, they've won. And, what, we've won, like, four, like, one-score games. There's a lot of close games this year. and Our defense is just carrying us. But, like you said, I mean, they just shut down Florida last year, last week. And there was one... But there was that one big player that I don't think West Florida, you know, should have gotten better than that. I mean, we're just completely, the yards that West Florida had was like nothing. And to have a dominant defense like that when maybe our offense isn't scoring as much, I mean, the offense is still scoring a lot, but um, not like last year. But just to see those guys come together and, and then these playoffs, it's, it's what makes them have a deep run. Um, and you look at it statistically, we might not have got as far as we did last year. But once you go to the playoffs, it's going to be a game one week at a time. It's cool to going back, and I have full confidence that they're going to be able to bring home another national championship.
1: I think Jason Vanderlawn, the former Ferris State quarterback, is going to find a way to get here to McKinney, Texas, just north <laughs> of Dallas. A D2 National Championship game Saturday at 1 o'clock uh, Michigan time on ESPNU. 96 won the game in Grand Rapids is carrying uh, the Bulldog Radio Network broadcast with Rob Bentley and Sandy Golston. That will begin in a little afternoon on Saturday in the Grand Rapids area, 96.1, uh the game. dot Bulldogs.com if you want to gear up uh, for Ferris State. That's FerrisStateBulldogs.com. Jason, man, thanks for uh, kicking off our live broadcast here uh, from Dallas. I appreciate it, man. Enjoy the game. Good luck, and we'll talk soon. I appreciate Go dogs, baby. All right, Jason Vanderlawn, two-time, uh, the Heisman Trophy of D2 Harlan Hill Trophy winner. Like I said, no quarterback at any level in college football, all the levels, has rushed for more yardage than what Jason Vanderlawn did at Ferris State. We'll hear more from the dogs inside this broadcast. Up next, though, we'll talk about the Lions and the Jets. Lomas Brown from the Lions Radio Network will join us as the huge show is live in Texas.
0: From Grand Rapids to Detroit, this show is huge. To the end zone! Touchdown
3: Bulldogs! State football takes on the Colorado School of Mines or Diggers in the NCAA Division II National Championship game this Saturday in McKinney, Texas, and you can watch the game live at 13 different Buffalo Wild Wings locations across the state. Kickoff is at 1 p.m. Eastern time. Watch live in Grand Rapids, Detroit, Lansing, and more. Cheer on the Ferris State Bulldogs as they look to the repeat as the Division II National Champions at Buffalo Wild Wings.
4: the 57th annual GLI is back in tournament form and ready to rock. Pan
5: Andal Arena in Grand Rapids featuring the Michigan State Spartans. Goal for Michigan State. The Ferris State Bulldogs. The Bulldogs. Loves at The number two ranked team. Western Michigan Broncos.
6: I pull it with a shot. he
5: And the Michigan Tech Huskies. The Huskies are going crazy. The Great Lakes Invitational. Pan Andal Arena in Grand Rapids December 27th and 28th. College hockey at its best. Tickets are on sale now at Ticketmaster.com.
1: Huge here for my good friends on the DraftKings Sportsbook app, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. So it's that time of the year. We got the holiday season. You got the Pistons uh, winning some, losing some. It's time for you to get in on the action. New customers who use promo code HUGE after they download the DraftKings Sportsbook app. When you sign up, H-U-G-E, you'll then be able to bet just $5 pre-game money line on any NBA team to win their game, and you'll get $150 in free bets if they do. Plus, everybody on the DraftKings Sportsbook app can combine multiple bets for a bigger payout with DraftKings Same Game Parlay. So you can look at the Pistons. You can pick one player to do two, three, four, five, six different things. Three players, the entire starting lineup. Just download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now to get in on the Holiday Hoops action. Sign up with code HUGE after you download the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Then place a $5 pregame money line bet on any NBA team to win, and you'll get $150 in free bets if they do. That's only on the DraftKings Sportsbook app, and only when you use code HUGE when you sign up. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call the Michigan Department of Health and Human Services Gambling Disorder Helpline at 1-800-270-7117. 21 and up in Michigan only. Eligibility and deposit restrictions apply bonus issued as free bets eligibility and terms at DraftKings.com basketball terms
0: you're listening to the huge show on the Michigan sports network
1: The Huge Show is back live across Michigan. Our road show is in Texas with Ferris State football. And I think some of the coaches' wives and girlfriends and uh, the ladies had a ladies' luncheon across the way. Uh, Their luncheon took three hours, so I'm not going to go into details on what happened at the luncheon. And Ben Sherman, who's the athletic director at Grand Rapids Forest Hills Eastern High School, where my kids go, his sister... I said, you know my brother Ben, and I said, it's always a small world in West Michigan. Everybody knows everybody, so uh, the ladies luncheon, uh, go Bulldogs, Uh, they spent three hours at lunch, and uh, thank God they all made it back across the street, so that's the most important thing. Thank you, ladies. Uh, Go Dogs, great crowd on hand, and also, you know what, the girlfriends, the wives of football players, of coaches, of administrators. Uh, they make a lot of sacrifice uh, for the coaches and what they do. So uh, thank you, ladies. You're all awesome, okay? You're great. That's fantastic. Was I actually nice to somebody? I was. That feels good. I, maybe all those Christmas songs that are blaring here at the Fair State Team Hotel in Dallas are kind of rubbing off on me. Maybe this is my, like... I'm Ebenezer Huge and I'm just like ornery about Christmas songs and then the players' wives and girlfriends come by and they listen to the show and they're good people and I'm like you know what I saw the Christmas spirit the, the ghost of Christmas past took me down a hallway and it was a radio station where I was yelling at Superfly like do you know who I am and I realized I gotta treat little Brett differently Let's go talk to Lomas Brown. Uh, He loves Christmas. He loves the Lions right now who are playing as good as anybody uh, in the NFL. It's so amazing, Lomas. I know we try and talk once a week, but uh, we were there 1-6 when you gave Dan a hug after the Miami game, and uh, they are playing complete four-quarters football, and I'm not going to hold anything against your era with Barry and the crew, but... I'm trying to remember where consistently the Lions were playing great football start to finishing games.
7: Yeah, man. This is a huge, this massive, (laughs) impressive. You're right, and it's almost like man, you're on You, you you're watching our child grow right in front of our very eyes because you're right, man. It was almost like you said, man. When it was at one and six, man, it just seemed like you know nothing was going right. But you knew, and we kept talking about most of the things that were happening were self-inflicted. It was things that the lines were causing. That was that was doing more harm to them than their opponents were doing to the Lions. So they cleaned that up. These young guys, man, I'm telling you, man, what's going to be so impressive for us huge in the future, man, all this wealth of experience that these young guys, these rookies, and these second-year guys and third-year guys are getting on our team, man, this is going to man just help us so much late on down the line, but it's great to see how they're playing right now.
1: Yeah, And also, how about Jameson Williams in that first touchdown, and I shared the story from Jeff Risden and thelionswire.com uh, that Jameson was going over 20 miles an hour on a separation speed on that safety, and his separation from the other safety for the Vikings was one of the fastest ever recorded in the NFL.
7: Man, <laughs> <laughs> huge just, let's just get used to hearing stuff like that from him I mean dude he had to slow up for the ball he had to wait on the ball I mean he had to follow down and wait on the ball to come to him on that touchdown so we do going to have to tell Jared Jared going to have to uh, get, get to doing some push-ups this off season because, man, he don't have to get that ball out there to keep up with that young man. I'm telling you, man, him, just, just throwing him with a Ben Johnson with as hot as Ben Johnson is calling and plays and designing plays right now, now he just gets to add in some 4-2 speed in there. Man, come on, man. Come on, Huge.
1: Man, you know, I, I was telling uh, everybody at dinner last night, and I'm down here in uh, Dallas with the Ferris State football team as they prepare for the D2 National Championship on Uh, Saturday looking for back-to-back national titles. I was telling them that if you watch that video, yeah, I I get the one safety bit uh, on the outside route, but the other safety was coming towards Jamison, and Jamison still blew by him by 15 yards. Went right by him.
7: The angle. I mean, it was amazing. man. You almost thought, like you said, he blew by him so fast you almost thought that they had a, a missed assignment. Like somebody, you know what I'm saying? That's how much separation that happened that fast. I thought it was a missed Simon at first on Minnesota's part. But, no, like you say, man, it was just a scene while, man, that he split those yeah. guys. And like I said, man, it's just just think about him throwing DeAndre because he was too good for the limited time that he played. He was looking good, and we could get him solely
1: healthy, man. Whew. Well, think about this, and and we'll get to golf because I think golf's going to be the quarterback uh, for the next four or five years, and they're going to give him a deal, and he's he's earned it uh, this year. I know there's still games left, and we'll also touch on that. But look at the guys we're talking about, and we'll get to the defense in a moment. But all these first and second year players, or guys who are still young, there there's no team in the NFL. I don't know if I've ever seen a team in the NFL with this many young players who are contributing at a high
3: level.
7: I'm huge, I'm going to tell you. I'm going to tell you, the only other team I think that's kind of close to us right now is the New York Jets. I mean, looking at, you know, with Sauce Gardner and Quentin Williams and some of the talent that they got, they got a lot of first second year guys of the plan. But I think you're right. I think we lead in the amount that we have. And you can see the Jets, man, I mean they they almost a mirror, image in the, a mirror image of the lions in terms of age, hey, they're gonna fight you all game long. So you got to go sixty minutes with those guys, dude. They got a lot of young guys making a lot of young over there, The San the cornerback position, but I'm telling you, dude, I right like my wife. I don't know how healthy he's going to be, but I'm telling you, we better have a game plan for him because dude is nice. He is nice, man. And, of course, they got the veteran and Flacco they could bring off the bench, too. But I'm telling you, those two, these two teams getting ready to play, not that we were talking about it, but these two teams kind of look similar. And then the coaches, look at the coaches, Robert Solemn and Dan Campbell, two coaches that are fiery guys getting the most out of their team.
1: Yeah, they did move up Zach Wilson uh, to the backup spot, and they're going to have Flacco at, at three. So I don't know if that means that, you know, White who just got knocked silly uh, in the Bills game, if he'll be able to go or be able to stay in. But Lions and the Jets on Sunday – Lions in a position, Lomas, where I believe if they win out, and there's three road games, I had the Jets on Sunday at Carolina, who's still in the a- NFC South Hunt, and then you got uh, Green Bay after the Bears at home in the final home game of the regular season. Uh, but I think if they went out and, and they finished 10-7, and 7, which would be a 9-1 and 1 closeout, they're a playoff team.
7: I mean, you know, it, it's going to be tough though, Hughes. They got a lot of things that have to happen. You know, even if they run the table on this season, but I, I got the caution. You know, I'm, I'm being cautious, see, because I can't look that far. Because again, think about it, Hughes. Just like the Lions, we're looking at those teams. The Lions, they looking at the Lions and saying, "Wait." These teams are looking at, hey, we could get our season going... You know what I'm saying with a win over the Lions, we match up this way and this way with them. So the Lions got to think like that. They're not going in. They're 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 actually you know being hunted right now. The Lions are a team that everybody's talking about nationally. You know what I'm saying. So the attention has been brought to the Boulder City now by the Detroit Lions football team. But again, everybody sees that. Your opponents see that. They hear the same thing that you're out there too so a tale of caution you know now we got to play like we're not the underdog well we still have to continue to play like we're underdogs but again we got to have that mentality that everybody's looking at us like they want to knock us off and get their season going and like you said carolina they're still in position to do that
1: Lomas Brown from the Lions Radio Network joining us on the Meyer Guest Line as the HUGE show is live in Texas with Ferris State football as Tony Anise and the Dogs are preparing as we speak uh, for the D2 National Championship game at 1 o'clock Michigan time on Saturday on ESPNU. Lomas, before I let you go, uh, Jared Goff, uh, extension, however they work it out, I think he's a Lions quarterback for the next three to five years. Am I out of line by saying that?
7: No, I think unless the Lions want to look at maybe going like the trend of the NFL with the, these dual-threat quarterbacks that could use their legs, unless that's what they want to evolve to, and we don't know that, I, I'm 100% with you, Jared, to be the quarterback. I mean, I think the guy I, – I mean, I like him, man. I like what he brings. You know the thing I like about him the most, dude, is that he's he, he, all the time. You couldn't look at Jared and tell whether you win winning or losing the game. You know what I'm saying? And that's the thing that I like about him because, again, when you stand in the huddle with him, that's that sense of comfort that he gives. You ain't got no quarterback up and down. You know what I'm saying? You got one that's steady, and he's going to be steady no matter what's going on around him. And he has the to in the post games, too, win or lose. You know how to handle ourselves. So I think we got the I think we got the makings of a great quarterback. Could be, I'll say, a very good quarterback
1: here in Detroit. Lomas Brown, you can hear him Sunday, Lions and the Jets with Dan Miller, TJ, and the crew on the Lions Radio Network. Lomas, always appreciate the time, my man. If we don't talk uh, before the holidays, my best to you and your family.
7: Same to you, hey. Huge Happy holidays.
1: All right. Yeah, Lomas Brown, you could hear his excitement about the Lions, Lions and the Jets on Sunday. Don't forget, tomorrow during the 5 o'clock hour, our DraftKings NFL Power Hour with former Steelers running back Meryl Hodge and Jeff Risden from the LionsWire.com. Uh, the DraftKings NFL Power Hour exclusively every week here on the Huge Radio Network, presented by the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and always use that promo code HUGE when you sign up. It is an awesome Thursday road show inside the Ferris State Football Team Hotel in McKinney, Texas, just north of Dallas. D2 National Championship game on Saturday. Tony Anise and the Dogs looking for back-to-back national championships. Our flagship station, 96.1 The Game in Grand Rapids, will carry the call from Rob Bentley and Sandy Golston on the Dog Football Network. We'll talk to Sandy coming up later. Also, Mish, our good friend from... Uh, alumni, marketing, and uh, one of the good guys uh, inside the Ferris State administrative team. Uh, he's here. His family just rolled in. Uh, the Ferris State Dog Nation is descending upon North Texas. It should be an unbelievable couple of days coming up. We're live today and tomorrow. Also in this broadcast, Chris Ballas from TheWolverine.com. We'll talk about Blake Corum winning Big Ten Player of the Year Voted by the coaches from the Chicago Tribune, not C.J. Stroud. Also, Mozzie Smith, his court date was set for December 29th. They pushed it back to January 12th. Michigan State fans are going nuts that, oh, yeah, he he's getting preferential treatment. They're doing it after the playoffs. December 29th, he'd be in Arizona. How could he appear in court? And there's no victim here. He didn't pull a gun on people. He pleaded down. He made a mistake. These Michigan State fans who are calling for him to be suspended, zip it, okay? I'm in a good place right now outside of the overbearing Christmas carols above me right now in the hallway of the Ferris State Team Hotel. I don't need Elvis singing Christmas carols. The dude made enough money. He didn't need to go there. He had no business going to Christmas carols. By the time, If you're a successful a singer and you're going Christmas carols, your career is over. The next day or two, it's done. That'd be like me. Hey, you know what? Is that huge? Oh, he did a Christmas carol. Uh, he, it's on Apple Music. He sings all the great Christmas carol songs. Oh, my God. Is that La Bamba Christmas? What, what's going on here? Oh, my God. Is that a James Bond theme as a Christmas song? Who... Somebody's doing this on purpose and turned it up this loud on me. Oh, my God. This, I will say this without reservation. The worst Christmas music I've ever heard in my life. Our road show from Texas with Ferris State football continues after this Michigan Sports Network T.O. Everything
0: huge 24-7 at thehugeshow.net.
6: Football fans can turn a loss into a win with the king of sports books. Hi, this is Matt Shepard. Just place a single first touchdown score or prop bet on any Monday or Thursday pro football game. If your bet loses, you'll receive up to $25 back in free bets. This offer is available all season long. Wager confidently and take your game to the next level with BetMGM. Just log on to your account or download the BetMGM app and sign up today. Then wager on any player to score the first touchdown in any Monday or Thursday pro football game. And if your bet misses, you'll still get up to $25 back in free bets. Visit betmgm.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Michigan only. This is a new and existing customer offer. All promotions are subject to qualification and eligibility requirements. Rewards issued as is non-withdrawal free bets or site credit. Free bets expire seven days from issuance. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help. Excludes Michigan disassociated persons.
1: We played for the thrill, that rush you feel with the game on the line.
5: I'm Herman Moore, Lions All-Pro Wide Receiver now with Eagle Casino and Sports, the new sportsbook app from and Eagle. Anywhere I'm at, I'm still in the game. Sign up now and get up to $1,000. That's right. Up to $1,000 for a risk-free bet on your next favorite underdog parlay or prop. Eagle Casino and Sports. Made in Michigan. Made for Michigan. Must be 21 or older than Michigan to play.
1: Huge here for all the Mr. Car Wash locations across Michigan. You're going to want to look into that unlimited monthly pass at IU Superfly Hayes My producer uses it i can get my suv washed as often as i like for one low price you can sign up today just go to mrcarwash.com or stop by your local mr car wash location here in michigan for the one close to you and to get that unlimited pass go to mrcarwash.com
0: you're listening to the huge show on the michigan sports network
1: huge show is back live across michigan superfly hayes is our executive producer back at the auto value bumper to bumper parts store studio in downtown grand rapids at our flagship station 96 the game now 96 the game is carrying ferris and colorado mines on saturday kickoff at 1 p.m here in texas we're in mckinney just north of dallas Uh, They play the D2 state championship at a high school football field, and most would say, what do you mean? A high school football field, trust me. uh, It's not your typical uh, 25,000-seat state-of-the-art high school football complex. It's an amazing Uh, Facility And Ferris looking for back-to-back national championships. We had uh, Jason Vanderlawn on earlier, who now is with the Rockford High School football program. Two-time Harlan Hill trophy winner. That'd be like doing an Archie Griffin and winning a couple of Heisman trophies during your career. All-time leading rusher for a quarterback at any level of college football and it was cool to hear from jason that interview will be up on our podcast just search the huge show uh, where you download podcast and a lot of people from ferris alums students families just walking through uh, the ferris state team hotel and jeremy Michler is here associate vp For external relations, also executive director of the Ferris State University Alumni Association. So he's used to traveling around the country. Told me last night at dinner, uh, second highest base for Ferris State alums outside of the state of Michigan, the state of Florida. And you combine their pharmacy optometry programs along with their PGA golf management school. And that's why you get a big connection to Ferris in Florida, but also Texas has become uh, their second home Here the last couple of years in McKinney. Last year won uh, the D2 National Championship, now looking for back-to-back titles. And we want to welcome Jeremy Mishler uh, to the huge show. Uh, here in McKinney, Texas. How you doing, my friend?
8: Hey, good afternoon, Bill. I'm doing great. Great to be here with you in yeah. McKinney.
1: And I, your family's rolling in from Big Rapids. Your son, a 10th grade know-it-all sports fan. I love that man. He's, awesome. our, he's awesome. our guy. Awesome
8: he... fantasy football player. A good guy. Uh, yep, our son Xavier. He takes good care of our players too. He's, he uh... actually
1: has a clipboard and he's monitoring your interview right now <laughs> and got a. I think he's grading it like he grades some film uh, with Ferris. No State doubt football. he'll have
8: some pointers for me later.
1: All right, the family here, that's awesome. Uh, Experience it because you never know. You can't take going to uh, McKinney, Texas and uh, a national championship could be less than 48 hours away for Tony and Neese and Ferris State football. football. But for you, Jeremy, with uh, the external relations which gets to alums and donors and uh, the alumni associations. Uh, how big is it for Ferris State University to have their football program back here in Texas looking for back-to-back national championships? Well.
8: It was big the first time, it's amplified the second time, Bill, because you know, there's a, a great deal of pride held by all of the Ferris family. Ferris State University is more than just an institution, it's a it's a place that takes folks who have a career goal in mind and sets them up to achieve, to get right into that industry and and that's why it becomes such a close knit family because even the football team, right, the, the common denominator that Tony Anise uses for the successful formula, if you will, is love. And he brings kids in, he develops them. We do the same thing institution-wide. And our alumni, they appreciate that. They know that they're around the country. They're here in Texas, but they're coming down from Michigan because they know they need to be as a part of that large family unit that's going to support them and push them over the top once again.
1: And it's a celebration, really, of Ferris State University and Ferris State football uh, here in McKinney, Texas, and a huge Ferris uh, Dog Nation contingent last year, and I already sense it's going to be even bigger than last year, as Tony and niece and the dogs are looking for back-to-back national championships. Uh, how have the alums been? when it comes to giving, donating, uh, supporting Ferris to take the university, its academics, and its athletic facilities to the next level.
8: They've been great, Bill. So we just wrapped up our first ever comprehensive fundraising campaign. We had a goal of uh, raising $115 million, hit $123 million. That's awesome. Athletics was a part of that. You've seen the new facility, the workout facility, the new volleyball arena that oh, we've added onto our beautiful. athletic complex. I think there's some great opportunities that lie ahead of us with sports like football, hockey, and several of our sports are coming up. You've seen the success of our ladies' soccer team. And so our alumni are 100% behind it. As it pertains to the football team in particular, I mean, you've been to our campus, you know the type of uh, a raucous community support that they enjoy from our Gridiron Club, which has grown and grown, and not just in numbers, but in the level of which they support our team. And, you know, we do a lot with what we have to work with at Ferris. We're proud of that at all levels, but we've been so grateful to have that growing philanthropic community of alums and partners uh, and those who work with us on a number of levels to really put support into action through through dollars through resources like that and I, I see it continuing to grow as we continue to grow ourselves as a university.
1: Jeremy Michler is associate VP for external relations, executive director of the Alumni Association for Fair State University and just a good guy. Uh, And thank you for the partnership with uh, the HUBE show down here in the Michigan Sports Network. Before we go, if a Ferris alum is listening, uh, how can they become part of... The Alumni Association, uh, Be a Donor, uh, Help Ferris. I assume maybe ferrisstatebulldogs.com, the website, or uh, do you have another link?
8: No, that's a great place to go, especially if they're looking to support our athletic programs. They can join our Bulldog Athletic Association. For those alums out there, you're already a member. There's no fee to join, but all we ask is as you get more involved, you're coming out to events, you're supporting our teams, is that perhaps you find a way to give back because that's really going to make a big difference in the lives of our students.
1: All right, Jeremy, man, uh, I look forward to the next couple of days with you and the Dog Nation here just north of Dallas, Texas. Uh, enjoy the weekend. We will, Bill. We're honored to have you with us. Thank yeah. you. Back at you, Jeremy Mitcheller. Also, pretty cool family. A sophomore, son. Uh, almost knows a mut- as much about sports as I do. As much about a sports as I do. Why am I talking like Joni Baroni? Uh, Superfly Hayes is back in Grand Rapids. We are in Texas. Ferris State, Saturday 1 on ESPNU. Looking for back-to-back details Two national Football Championships, ESPNU on TV, and 96 won The Game in Grand Rapids is airing the championship game live Saturday at 1.
0: Big. Bad. Huge. The following is a presentation of the Michigan Sports Network.
1: We are back live across Michigan. Thursday Road show is just north of Dallas in McKinney, Texas, where on Saturday Ferris State football will take on Colorado Mines for the D2 National Championship. We'll be live today and tomorrow uh, here at the Ferris State Team Hotel and just a dog nation experience so far uh, descending upon the Dallas Metroplex. If you're a Ferris State alum fan, you need uh, to get down here. Also, uh, Rob Bentley, you hear his spots running today and tomorrow talking about all the Bulldog watch parties. I saw my good friend Matt Golden from the Tullymore Golf Resort in Canadian Lakes, Michigan, I think at the St. Ives Clubhouse. They're having a Ferris State uh, Bulldog watch party. So Rob Bentley will have that complete list uh, coming up inside the broadcast. Keep you up to date Uh, Today and tomorrow. In a moment, Whitney Bell is a former Ferris State Bulldog. Uh, He has the professional experience. He currently is the defensive coordinator for Caledonia High School. They went to the state championship uh, this year at Ford Field. Uh, Whitney knows football. So I thought, you know what? Uh, I rang the Whitney Bell and I said, I want you to come on and break down the Ferris State defense and how well they're playing, and also I gave him the video, like a coach of Colorado Mines and their defensive unit and how they match up against the Ferris State offense. Uh, Whitney Bell, in a few moments, uh, will join us live on the Meyer Guest Line. Also, Chris Ballas, in about 20 minutes, uh, an update on Michigan football, the Mozzie Smith situation. His court date, originally scheduled for December 29th, was moved to January 12th. Some of the Spartan Nation is up in arms. Uh, Why isn't he suspended for the TCU game? And if they get to the national championship, my lord, just give it a rest. Okay? Uh, You still keep comparing this to what happened in the tunnel. And there was a victim there. There was a victim. Multiple victims. Okay? Stop it. Ozzie Smith didn't point the gun at anybody. He didn't threaten anybody. He's going to he's gonna get the misdemeanor. He'll have to probably do some community service or gun safety or whatever. And there's this constant battle out there by some of these Michigan State fans. Oh, you're showing your true colors, Bill. Really? What? Oh, when D'Antonio had got... Mm, come on. All right. He had guys getting out of jail when someone brought up Chris Rucker and were able to play right away. Stop comparing the situations. You can't do it. The only thing you are comparing is Michigan versus Michigan State. And Mozzie Smith, December 29th, he would have been with the team in Arizona. This is going to be a misdemeanor, folks. Oh, they're doing it because they don't want to suspend him now. They've known about this since early October. And I'm getting tired of this because I'm hearing Christmas music in the background right now. And I discovered the true meaning of Christmas with the Dog Nation down here in McKinney, Texas. I'm hearing my third Elvis Christmas song in the last 65 minutes. The third. Don't tell them to turn it down, Mish. I'm good with it. I don't want the Christmas music to end. I got the spirit. I'm Ebenezer Huge. I got. I got the spirit. Elvis. Now I just, I think, was that cool in the gang? Singing Christmas songs? What the, where they get this at? It's so bad I'm starting to like it. I think Whitney Bell is standing by. He knows football. Good man. Uh, One of the most impressive uh, high school defensive coordinators I've seen. He's run some linemen camp, and all his linemen uh, had stellar years at the high school level. Uh, his son likes to tackle everybody at any point. He's about eight or something. The kid's always teaching, like, blocking. And uh, this is my rip move. And I'm like, I'm trying to watch South Christian and Whitehall. Little Bell, come on. Uh, <laughs> Wh- Whitney Bell. And I wanted to bring Whitney in because he does know defense. Uh, he he does know Ferris. Uh, he knows what it takes to get to the pro level. And I thought I'd bring Whitney on as we're live here in Texas getting set for Ferris State and Colorado Mines, and get his thoughts on the Ferris State defense, which really has carried this team uh, during the playoffs. Wouldn't you agree, Whitney?
9: I would, yeah. Um, Coach Hodges and Tesla uh, Smith have uh, done a fantastic job this year. And they pretty consistently, every year, have held opponents to very minimal amount of yards and touchdowns. So, both seasons, the past couple, two or three seasons.
1: Uh, for you, Whitney, when you look at the film on Ferris, and uh, even last week in the semifinal victory over one of the best offenses at the D2 level in West Florida, w- what stands out to you about this 2022 potential national championship Ferris State defense? Uh,
9: what stands out to me is that uh, they shut a very high-powered offense out in the second half. It shows the adjustments they made at halftime, and, I really like how uh, Coach Hodges is, really uses you know Caleb Murphy in the different aspects on their defense. He could be down in the three-point, could be up at linebacker. They they're really do a fantastic job of putting their best players in spaces to make plays and that really defines um, how they've been doing so far this year.
1: You know, Caleb Murphy, uh, sack leader at all levels. Uh, I think he's a, a next-level type of guy in the NFL. We'll talk about that in a moment, but uh, you know linemen, uh, Whitney. What what makes Caleb Murphy on that Ferris State defensive line so special?
9: Uh, you know, truly, I think it's a, he's a high-motor type of young man, and he refused to let himself be blocked. If, if you look at anybody that has some type of angle on him, he adjusts his pass rush and his movement to put himself in very good situations to be successful on the field. I love his motor. He, he's an unblockable guy because he just keeps going from whistle to whistle. He's fun to watch.
1: You know, he has a little, uh, another former Gleag uh, speed rusher who was tough to block. Uh, the Judon comparison from uh, what Judon did at uh, Grand Valley, I kind of see that in Caleb Murphy. Would you agree?
9: I would. I mean, Matt, Matt Judon is obviously a very special football player. You know, that you know being a two-time Pro Bowler, but Caleb Murphy does show very similar aspects to what Judon brought brought to the table when he played at Grand Valley.
1: Yeah, so now when you uh, look at this Colorado Mines offense, Ferris State defense, uh, what do they need to do on Saturday to claim back-to-back national D two championship trophies?
9: Um, I think if they keep the ball in front of them and, and, and make and, and tackle well in space against this team, they this offense that they're going against has some pretty skilled football players. Their quarterback is tough, but I've noticed on film. Uh, it, they, they run an RPO scheme type of offense, a lot of zone, and they're reading multiple people. So if they can keep disguising their coverages and what they're doing and, and tackle well in space, I, I think they'll have a very good afternoon Saturday.
1: And from your defensive perspective, looking at the Colorado Mines defensive unit against a Fair State offense, which really has shown – uh, they can pound the football. Uh, they can throw it around. Tony Anise and his staff will really look at what you're doing and counter it. So, your thoughts on the Colorado Mines defense lining up against Ferris on Saturday here in Texas?
9: Yeah, I mean, Colorado School of Mines, they uh, they, they play an odd front, so, it's, uh, you know, a, a three down lineman look, and they, they do a pretty good job of disguising their coverages, and they bring a lot of pressure from different areas. So if our O-line uh, up front can pick up those pressures and, and create time for our quarterbacks, uh, I think we'll be okay. Now, with the pressure they bring, they, they, they do get a little unsound in their pressures, and uh, you let number one, our running back, free just a little bit, and he'll take a lot. So, I, you know, I like – you never bet against Coach Anise. He's a mastermind when it comes offense. and he'll find a way to pick you apart. So my my bet's always on Coach Anise.
1: So, Wendy, before I let you go, uh, what does – uh, make Ferris State a a potential back-to-back national champion uh, four straight Final Fours. What is it about Tony Anise and his staff as a football coach yourself that you really admire?
9: Uh, you know I I was fortunate to go up there a few times and meet with those guys. Just their all-around love for football. It, it, it doesn't matter, I don't think, what level that Coach Anise and Hot, Coach Hodges would be coaching. They're just going to love coaching and Man, they, they truly love their players, and, and it shows on and off the field and the, the time they spend with them. I mean, they're football junkies, and that's awesome. And, and, it, and it shows with the players that have kind of graduated, and they want to go coach high school football and college football too. That They've created a love for the game and a love for their players. And that's, to me, that's a difference maker when it comes to national championship
1: and really it's a difference maker at any level of football when it comes to teams pushing for a title. I do want to congratulate Coach Pennington, yourself, Caledonia staff, and all the players uh, for an unbelievable season this year. I know you came up. Uh, one win short. And also, Whitney, uh, your spring lineman camps are as good as anything I've seen. It helped my son Ace immensely. And other players, including uh, when you look at Cam Post, who may end up here at Ferris State, or Cam Van Sokoma, and a lot of those great fighting Scott linemen, and uh, Nathaniel Nowicki from Forest Hills Eastern. Uh, you, really, you have a love for the game, Whitney, and it shows.
9: Well, thanks, thanks, Bill. I really appreciate it, and thanks for the time. And uh, I look forward to uh, meeting up with Ace again this winter, and be able to spend some time with them and helping them out.
1: Oh, uh, for, for sure. That's on the checklist, Whitney. My best to you. <laughs> I met your mom and dad at Ford Field uh, at the Michigan High School Athletic Association Championship Weekend. Uh, they're very proud of you. Good family. Uh, enjoy the holidays, my friend, okay?
9: I will. Thank you very much, Bill, and uh, enjoy the game this weekend, and go dog.
1: All right, there he is, former Ferris State Bulldog Whitney Bell, who is the defensive coordinator for Coach Pennington and the Caledonia Fighting Scots. Man, this dude knows how to coach linemen. He really does. Uh, he's, he's a special cat. Uh, he is. And his, I think what his 8-year-old son is just like, he, he like wakes up and he's uh, teaching rip moves to other kids on the playground. I love it. So thank you, Coach Bell, and his debut. Uh, Breaking it down, Ferris State football taking on Colorado Mines, D2 National Championship, Saturday at 1 p.m. on ESPNU. Our flagship station, 96.1 The Game in Grand Rapids, is carrying the radio broadcast with Rob Bentley and Sandy Golson. That will be on Saturday at 1 o'clock. Remember, if you're an alum or just a Ferris fan, gear up for Ferris. Uh, cool gear, Under Armour Store and more, go to FerrisStateBulldogs.com. That is FerrisStateBulldogs.com. From St. Joseph to Midland, this show is
7: huge. To the end zone! Touchdown!
3: Bulldogs. Ferris State football takes on the Colorado School of Mines or Diggers in the NCAA Division II National Championship game this Saturday in McKinney, Texas. And you can watch the game live at 13 different Buffalo Wild Wings locations across the state. Kickoff is at 1 p.m. Eastern time. Watch live in Grand Rapids, Detroit, Lansing, and more. Cheer on the Ferris State Bulldogs as they lift the repeat as the Division II National Champions at Buffalo Wild Wings.
10: Delicious holiday meals are right around the corner when you shop Meyer. Get Meyer Spiral Sliced Half Ham for 89 cents per pound, limit to. Meyer canned vegetables like green beans are just 39 cents. And Pillsbury refrigerated baked products are buy two, get one free. Plus, whip up your favorite holiday desserts with low prices on family favorites like Meyer butter, flour, and sugar. Get more for your money with the same low Meyer prices no matter how you shop, in-store or online. Exclusion Supply. See all the deals in the Meyer app.
1: show is back live across Michigan. Superfly Hayes is our executive producer in downtown Grand Rapids. At our flagship station, 96 on the game, I'm on the road with Ferris State football in McKinney, Texas, which is a northern suburb of Dallas, where the NCAA D2 National Championship football game will be on Saturday at 1 p.m. You can watch it on ESPNU. You can also listen in Grand Rapids on our flagship station. They're carrying Rob Bentley, Santa Golson with the call on the Dog Radio Network. Tony and Niece looking for back to back national championships. Four straight Final Fours, a D2 national power. I think, Tony, uh, when they return from practice, uh, Texas and Dallas area. Uh, high school players and coaches will meet with Tony Anise and his staff. So that's pretty cool. Wonderful team hotel and a great experience. Can't wait to see that game on Saturday. A couple weeks from Saturday, uh, we're going to get Michigan and TCU college football playoff. This long wait, I'm I'm ready to play the games. Chris Ballas from the Wolverine.com, the Michigan Insider, is standing by on the Meyer Guest Line. Chris, uh, can they move up the date and play it earlier? I'm ready.
11: <laughs> Man, uh, with all the writing we still have to do, Bill, between now and then, uh, I'm okay. We need a little breather here, but I can't wait either, brother. It's, it, bowl season starts tomorrow. you got a couple, I think, 11-win teams playing, if I'm not mistaken, uh, Texas, San Antonio, and Troy. I get it. It's nobody, but it's still football. And, uh, and so I love it. And you love the fact that... Uh, When your team is one of the four still remaining, it's almost like, you know what it's like when you're in the Final Four and the anticipation builds and that whole week is building up to it in basketball? Uh, It's that, but you get three or four weeks of it. So it's fun, and uh, you can tell the players are excited about it. We got access to some of them today. You can tell they're confident, uh, but they're not taking TCU for granted. There's a reason TCU is there. They understand they can't win it all without getting by this first game first.
1: Yeah, and you kind of feel it where I'm at here at the D2 level with Ferris when you're one of the final two teams, man, uh, the fans, uh, the media traveling down uh, from Michigan, everybody's in a really good mood because you're, you're gearing up for a national championship game, and if you're Michigan, off of what you did last year, off of what you did at Ohio State this year, what you just did in the Big Ten title game, I believe this Michigan team thinks uh, they can win the next two and finish the season undefeated as national champs.
11: Uh, they do, and it, you know if you win the next one, no matter what, you've made a step forward, right? And you've beaten Michigan State, Ohio State in the same year. Which is one of their goals. You've gotten the Big Ten championship again. Uh, you've got then you will have won a, a semifinal game, whereas you lost last year. And uh, it's going to be tough to beat Georgia, but you know what? You never know. So uh, that's assuming Georgia gets by Ohio State, which I think will happen. But all eyes are on you, Bill, and that's the thing. Your program and and recruits are watching. They just landed a huge one from the transfer portal today and Ernest Hausman from Nebraska, a linebacker who made 10 tackles against Michigan and some really nice plays. I just tweeted out a couple of them at uh, Ballas underscore Wolverine if anybody wants to see them. He is. This kid can play. So they're doing the portal well, Bill. I'll say that. Uh, Michigan is really doing the portal well. Now they got to get NIL name, image, and likeness up to speed and get that recruiting class where it should be to keep this thing humming.
1: I did share, speaking of Michigan football, Chris Ballas from the Wolverine.com joining us on the Meyer Guest Line that Blake Corum, uh, according to Chicago Tribune and some of the postseason awards aid to when it comes to Big Ten football, was he named Player of the Year? Yeah, I think the Silver Football
11: Player of the Year. So, um, yeah, and good for him, man. And it sounds to me like... His, his recovery is going to take a little bit longer. There is an opportunity, Bill, and we'll talk about it in an article tomorrow at com that he could come back next year after one more season at Michigan. We'll see what happens, but they'll look to the portal as well. But, man, if you had Blake Corum and Donovan Edwards coming back next year with J.J. McCarthy, that offensive line, that defense, so many pieces coming back, Michigan's going to be the favorite to win the Big Ten next year, in my opinion, getting Ohio State at home and one of the favorites to get back to the playoff without question.
1: So when you look at this TCU game, and we're going to hear from the voice of the uh, purple horn frogs, horned toads, uh, whatever they go by here in Texas, he'll join <laughs> us coming up in about uh, 30 minutes. From the Michigan viewpoint, if they were kicking off tonight, what would you be looking for for Michigan to win? Is it just dominating the line of scrimmage like they have, mm-hmm. especially in the second half, both sides all season long?
11: Yeah, 100%. percent they got to run the ball on these guys, and they'd be, they'll be more than capable of doing that. That's where it starts. I think the over-under... For JJ McCarthy on Prize Picks is like 230 point or 200 yards passing, if I'm not mistaken, which seems low, but to me that also indicates that they expect Michigan's going to be able to run the ball on them, like they have just about everybody else this year. You put up 400 yards on Penn State. You look at what they did against uh, Purdue and, and Ohio State without uh, without Blake Horam. Then uh, that speaks to what you can accomplish behind that offensive line. So, uh, and that, and number two, they've got they've got to control that quarterback. Uh, they haven't seen. A quarterback like him this year, Max Duggan. This kid's tough. We've talked about it before, Bill, and he is—he can throw the deep ball. He can run. He'll put his shoulder down, so they can't—they can't leave their passing lanes when they're getting trying to pass rush. I think they're going to be able to generate some pressure. But this is a kid that can get outside the pocket and do some damage with his feet, and uh, has an elite arm as well. So, going to be interesting to see how they match up. But I expect it's going to be a little higher scoring than most people think. I think Michigan's going to play some ball control, and it's really. Gonna- going to come down to red zone defense again like it did against Purdue, like it has against Ohio State the last couple of years. Keep those guys out of the end zone, you're going to have a great chance to win.
1: And it really comes down to the second half. Uh, what Michigan has done, it's no fluke. It's not, uh, you know, hey, they're lucky. When you look at the second halves, and especially uh, the fourth quarters, what Michigan has done on both sides of the football uh, the last eight games, its it's almost beyond words how good they've been in the second halves.
11: Yeah, it's crazy. Twenty-eight to three against Ohio State. Mm. If you think about that in Columbus, and you know, just uh, you got to give credit to. Uh, there's you can always tell a well-coached team, and this is what Bo Schembechler teams used to do, and, and that's why this team looks so similar to those teams. Uh, the halftime adjustments and understanding on the fly what needs to be done, and to come out and dominate like they have. I think it was five point three points per game in the second half after the Ohio State game and this is uh, uh, is what they were allowing, the defense was allowing and really have gotten off to great starts on on opening drives of second halves too. We saw that against Purdue. They made one little adjustment, get a play, bounce it to the outside, score in a couple plays and it changes the entire tenor of the game. So, uh, to me that is really indicative of a well-coached football team on both sides of the ball and it's uh, it's been fun to watch, Bill. When you can wear a team down, or as Doug Steen says, my podcast partner who played at Michigan. When you can break their spirit in the second half and you know you've got them on the ropes in the fourth quarter and you bury them, there's really nothing nothing better than that in football.
1: You what that Michigan football podcast with Doug Skeen, five time Big Ten champion, and Chris Ballas, one of the greatest podcasts ever, according to the Ballas Institute in Northview uh, High School. Uh, it's a beautiful podcast. Listen to it weekly at the Before I let you go, Chris, I know you said you checked in at Shembeckler Hall, got some feedback uh, from some Michigan players on the matchup with TCU. In the college football playoff semi two weeks from Saturday. Uh, What's the latest on the injury front? Who's in that game? Who's out?
11: Yeah, Coram won't play, as we you know it I think if he'd sat out that Ohio State game and had surgery right after the Illinois game, maybe there was a chance, but I think they found more in there. Uh, this is my opinion than they expected to, and who knows if he aggravated it against Ohio State. If he did, I don't think we'll ever hear about it, but disappointing, uh, no question about it. So, uh, Donovan Edwards will be healthier. I believe he had surgery Bill from the people that we've spoken with on his hand. I think he'll have a smaller cast on that hand, and then maybe by the championship game he'll be okay, and then you've got a bunch of guys with bumps and bruises that are that are getting better. Mike Morris is a guy. You know, Trevor Keegan. They could really use the rest. You know, it's a long season. It's going to be. Bill, let's be honest, in a few years, it's going to be like an NFL season when they expand that playoffs. So asking a lot of these guys and putting their bodies on the line like that, but uh, they should be relatively healthy going into that
1: game. Yeah. Speaking of uh, when they expand the playoffs, I did see that UCLA and their board of regents worked with the state, cut a deal to uh, drop uh, Cal some money because they're not joining. Uh, The Big Ten, USC will follow suit. So it looks like there's no roadblocks there. And, hey, uh, welcome to Big Ten football when you add USC and UCLA.
11: Isn't that crazy? I mean, it's just nuts to me that we're going to be hopping on a plane for a Big Ten game. You know, I, it was weird enough going to Penn State, you know, and then then you're going to Nebraska, and now you're going halfway you're going all the way across the country, man, for uh, for Big Ten football. So, it's going to be very interesting to see what they do with uh, you know the divisions and everything else. I'm sure they'll scrap them, but um, boy, it's going to be competitive. It's going to be fun. It's going to be a lot different. There's no question about it. But hey, uh, welcome to 2022, man. This is just the way it is. Follow
1: the, line. the divisions. Will go away. It'll be the top two teams that will play in the Big Ten championship game. And I do wonder, as you move forward and you look at this 12 teams, you just talked about uh, when they expand the playoff format, the twelve. Uh, how it will create an NFL-like season. At what point are you going to eliminate uh, the conference championship games? I know it's big money for the networks, and they're putting in over just for the Big Ten deal, I think, what, over $7 billion. So I doubt they're yeah. going to eliminate a marquee game like the Big Ten championship anytime soon. Because think about this. If you have the format you're going to have uh, with the top two, Michigan-Ohio State would have had back-to-back rematches.
11: Yeah, exactly. And but here's another interesting point. Are, is that going to be a protected matchup? Now, how are you going to do it with so many teams? Uh is it going to be is Michigan Michigan State going to be protected every year and are some teams going to have Tougher protected games than others. This is going to be something that we're going to have to, to revisit. I think is it going to be a case where Michigan and Ohio State don't play every year because of this? It's. Uh, I'm very interested to see what happens, and very interested to see what happens because I don't think expansion is done yet, Bill. I really don't. And when we get to that point, you can't have a schedule where okay, Michigan's got all these rivalries, so they're playing all these tougher games than, than another team, uh, say USC or something like that. So there are more changes coming, Bill. Uh, I wouldn't want to be the guy having make those decisions because there are some great rivalries where I think people are going to say, hey, we're going to have to change some things.
1: Well, you know, you've had change for money. When Nebraska Oklahoma Uh ended, when Nebraska went and joined the Big Ten, you have I get the rivalries, but you're right from a balance of power. And I get you want to go beat the best and play the best to be the best. I, I get all that football jargon. But if you're in that money-making business of wanting to be one of the 12 that make the college football playoff, and you are Michigan, and let's say it's Ward-Manuel and Hardball, and you're going through the protected games or um, what it will look like with pods, something like the ACC is going to do where you play home-and-home with a team, five teams for like... um, two years right and then that's five of your games and you I think they're protecting four if I'm not wrong from what I read a month or so ago so you're you're Michigan do you really want to protect Ohio State and have that game cost you? Uh, the playoff right. or, or have it every right. other year
11: right that's exactly my point yep and I would imagine Michigan State probably won't be a protected game anymore and I don't think anybody would end the Michigan
1: I don't, State I don't, well Michigan yeah. on, on the flip side there Chris just as much as we say hey you may not want to play Ohio State every year does Mel Tucker uh, if he's there or if he's you know living in on in a beach house counting you know what's the remainder of the 95 million but uh, yeah. it, do you want to play Michigan if they're a powerhouse every year? I, I get the rivalry. I get the fans love it. And we, you know, can't wait for game day for Michigan, Ohio State, or Michigan, Michigan State. But those coaches are like, if I have the opportunity to only play them once every other year, it's better for my job security and better for our program. Okay. Yeah, and,
11: and it's more fair. Let's be honest. It's, you know, what uh, the Purdue-Indiana rivalry, you know, for example, compared to, not that either one of those teams will probably be a factor going forward, especially now with the, so many good teams in the Big Ten, but at least for a championship, but, you know, protecting games like that, uh, or isn't, isn't quite the same as protecting Michigan-Ohio State. So I'll say this, I don't think Michigan fans would mind at all if they took Michigan State off the schedule for a while, and, and I don't know if Michigan State feels the same way, but it's gotten to be such an ugly rivalry at this point that maybe they could Use a break. Let's be fair and honest about it. So, but uh, you know what? It, it is what it is, Bill. Um, you know the Michigan, the Little Brown Jug, the Michigan Minnesota game. You know, used to be back in the '40s and '50s, D game, and and things change. So, uh, it's not going to surprise me at all when they say that Michigan, Michigan State, or Michigan Ohio State is going to be maybe every other year, or or they treat them like any other team, like Michigan Nebraska or something like that. It's just the way it's going to be.
1: Maybe Michigan, Michigan State started opposite ends of the tunnel. Whoever has the most guys make it through wins.
11: <laughs> They've added security now instead of, like, four 90-year-old guys in there. Yeah. So I'll tell them the, bo- the boys to stop, you know.
1: Who, who so. are you? We're with the Geriatric uh, Investigation <laughs> Division, GID. There you go. All right. <laughs> hey, Chris. I'm not an ageist. I just want to be Well, you you're not that. making fun of old people, okay? You're <laughs> not. I mean, but you got a guy right now who, you know, is working security that when he moves to break up a fight, he looks like a mime on a street corner in <laughs> Times Square. Pretty much. That, was a, that pretty much would look like. No, you know, if you're at in UCLA and USC and you got to play them every other year. There's no way you want Ohio State every year if you're Michigan. Uh-uh.
11: No, no way. No, I, I agree. Well, you know what? And I love that rivalry, and, and it's great. But uh, there are going to be plenty of times, in my opinion, uh, assuming Michigan, again, plenty of figures this NIL thing out, that those teams in the next several years will be playing for uh, for championships in the Big Ten. So, uh, but, again, it's going to be tough. It's going to be tougher. That that conference just got a lot tougher. And, and you know how hard it is. We've seen it. These Big Ten teams going out to the coast to play non-conference games. Yeah. State of Washington. We can go Michigan. We can look at Michigan every time they've gone out there. UCLA a couple of times. Washington. Uh, they have a hard time. Oregon, they have a hard time winning out there. It's going to be a lot different. It's going to be a lot harder, no question, to get through the Big Ten undefeated.
1: But, you know, again, when networks, uh, uh, multiple networks are throwing over $7 billion at the Big Ten, Ohio State-Michigan was one of the uh, most watched games ever. Uh, it's going to be tough to not have a network say we want no. that uh, every year. So as much as we talk about it or a school may yep. want it, end of the day, money right now is driving uh, the college football bus. Chris Ballas from the Wolverine.com You can follow everything University of Michigan Athletics and walk it up to TCU Michigan in the college football. Well, playoff semifinal two weeks from Saturday in Arizona. Team coverage with Ballas, Skeen, Safi, Broom, and the geriatric leader of the bunch, Johnny Borton. Also in charge of Tunnel Security at Michigan. He did. He, he, he used to be he added up uh, the TCI uh, uh, Tunnel Security, Inc., and they, they got the cast a Cocoon uh, to keep everybody happy in the tunnel. And to be fair, John's not that old, man. I'm joking. And, uh, we talked to John the other I day. but And he'd
11: still kick either of our butts
1: on the He pulled over. Like He's bummer. on his way to a wedding like down in Georgia, <laughs> and he pulled over in the Smoky Mountains so he didn't drive off a cliff like most people want to drive off a cliff when they're listening to me. Okay?
11: <laughs> I'm not going to
1: tell him you said that. All right. We love you, Chris. Thanks, Billy. Have a great one, man. All right, back at you. Chris Ballas from the Wolverine.com joining us on the Meyer Guest Line. Our road show is in Texas. We're just north of Dallas and McKinney. We're Ferris State Football. We'll take on Colorado Mines Saturday at 1 on ESPNU. Radio coverage in Grand Rapids on our flagship station 96 1 The Game. Tony Anisa and the Dogs looking for back to back national championships. And we're here in Texas with the Dog Nation. I do want to thank Sarah Zafafewa for her help. Thank you, Sarah, for all your help. Sarah Zafafewa, because I don't know her last name. I just thought I'd give her a cool, friend-sounding last name. She's from Morley Stanwood. What's your last name? Is Higley. Higley? So Sarah Higley, right? There you go, from Morley Stanwood, Michigan. Uh, She's like one of the smartest people ever out of Morley Stanwood. Went to Michigan, and now she's the go-to person for everything Ferris. When they need something, when that plane was delayed for three hours, when that flight crew was eating pasta and none of us had any food, she was there. She gave everybody a peanut. One peanut walked around. Sandy Golson got two peanuts because he's on the broadcast crew uh, with Rob Bentley. So thank you, Sarah. Thank you, everybody at Ferris. Hey, man, we're not even here 24 hours. It's been an unbelievable time in Texas as the Dog Nation is getting ready for back to back national championships. And what a Saturday night it would be here at the Ferris State Team Hotel if the dogs take care of business against Colorado Mines. Sandy Golson from. The Bulldog Radio Network. Uh, He'll join us next from Texas.
0: Everything huge 24-7 at thehugeshow.net.
6: Football fans can turn a loss into a win with the king of sports books. Hi, this is Matt Shepard. Just place a single first touchdown score or prop bet on any Monday or Thursday pro football game. If your bet loses, you'll receive up to $25 back in free bets. This offer is available all season long. Wager confidently and take your game to the next level with BetMGM. Just log on to your account or download the BetMGM app and sign up today. Then wager on any player to score the first touchdown in any Monday or Thursday pro football game. And if your bet misses, you'll still get up to $25 back in free bets. Visit betmgm.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Michigan only. This is a new and existing customer offer. All promotions are subject to qualification and eligibility requirements. Rewards issued as is non-withdrawal free bets or site credit. Free bets expire seven days from issuance. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help. Excludes Michigan disassociated persons.
12: Imagine
5: this, winning big at Soaring Eagle. Drift into winter on a new snowmobile. Saturday, December 3rd, 10th, 17th, and 24th, one player every hour from 6 to 10 p.m. scores $500 in premium play. At 11 p.m., one lucky winner takes home a new Polaris Pro RMK slash snowmobile. Only at Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort. Your getaway. Reimagine. Visit SoaringEagleCasino.com for complete news and details. Your auto Value Auto Parts store is part of a network of more than 300 family-owned stores and are locally run by some of your own friends and neighbors. Every day, we work hard to provide you with all the automotive aftermarket parts and accessories you'll ever need. Name brands, too, like Champion, Seafoam, Wix, Lucas, Mobile, and more. The auto parts you need at the value you've come to expect. So thanks again for shopping locally at Auto Value, where service is the difference. We get it.
0: You're listening to The Huge Show on the Michigan Sports Network.
1: The Huge Show is back live across Michigan. We're on the road in Texas, just north of Dallas and McKinney. Tony and East of the Ferris State Bulldog football program looking for back-to-back National Championship, Saturday at 1 o'clock on ESPNU. Team just rolled back in from practice at McKinney uh, High School. A ton of Ferris State uh, Bulldogs rolling in. Dog Nation taking over Dallas. Mish has listened to his interview 14 times in the last hour. Thank you, Jeremy Mishler associate VP for external relations, executive director of the Ferris State University Alumni Association. His family is down here. I had a chance to hang out with Sandy Golson, and Rob Bentley and the crew from Ferris last night. They're the broadcast team. Their game will be on 96-1, the game in Grand Rapids on Saturday along on Sunny FM and Big Rapids. For those of you that listen uh, to dog football on a regular basis in the Big Rapids uh, area, and they're back here. They were here a year ago. Uh, when Ferris won the D2 National Championship. And, Sandy, the big question is, uh, can they do it again?
12: Well, you know, one thing about this team is that they have been a remarkable example of consistency. And they have built to this point. And I think that they have put themselves in position with the basics. huge, uh, Good defense, good line play, defensive line play, offensive line play, allowing you to control the game in terms of the running game, on your side toward their defense and their offensive running game toward your defense. They put themselves in a great position that they feel pretty confident coming into this game. And you look at the gauntlet that we've already run this far in the playoffs. I mean, all nationally ranked teams, all top ranked teams, we're putting ourselves in a good position to be successful on Saturday. But you got to play the game still.
1: Yeah, Sandy Golson from the Ferris State Bulldog radio crew with Rob Bentley joining us here on the Hued Show across Michigan from Texas in the Ferris State Team Hotel. It's like I was talking with Jason Vanderlawn earlier an all-time Ferris grade, and Whitney Bell, another former dog, that this team is different. It's not that we're going to go win Mm 58-51, and it's just what you said, Sandy, that their line play, it's some smash-mouth football. The way they were able to totally dominate a West Florida team in the semifinal last Saturday at Top Taggart Field in Big Rapids, that's what you normally don't see from Ferris football, and it's not a negative. Mm -hmm.
12: You know, I think you look at our offensive line coming back, we had a dominating offensive line last year, and we had a bunch of seniors. I mean, We were rolling too deep with confidence, and we knew that we could uh, really control the line of scrimmage offensively, and so once we graduated those guys, we had a younger offensive line that came in, and those guys have grown week after week after week to this point that they had such a dominating line performance against West Florida's defense and allowed us to really control the tempo, particularly in the third and fourth quarters.
1: So what do you see with Colorado Mines uh, in your early uh, breakdown looking at Colorado Mines, obviously a solid team, if not a yeah, great team to get to team. the D2 uh, National Championship game. Uh, the matchup, and it really comes down to matchups. How does Ferris State match up against Colorado Mines?
12: Well, offensive. Their offense against our defense, their offense is dynamic. I mean, they've got multiple receivers. They got uh, arguably the best quarterback in the nation. Uh, he throws the ball exceptionally well, and so uh, you're You have to be able to get a pass rush, but you have to be able to contain at the same time, and then you've got to have the the DBs, you know, your corners and your safeties, to be able to to really play people deep downfield. We feel like we've got a really, really good secondary, and so that's something I think is going to be really important for us, is to really control the line of scrimmage up front, and then be really technically sound in the secondary. And then flipping it on the opposite side, they're an opportunistic defense. They like to really get after it. They're going to pressure you. They're going to bring the heat, and you're going to have to find ways to kind of release some. Of that pressure, so maybe some draws, some screens, uh, to try to catch them being overly aggressive. Maybe some reverse action. So there are a lot of things that I think the Bulldogs are going to really look to do, um, or t- to try to you know get around that aggressive um, defense that they're going to bring. But you know, again, it comes down to controlling the line of scrimmage and being able to establish the run.
1: You know, Tony Anise, uh, earlier before we went on air was talking with some of his coaches, standing right here, uh, chatting with me, and he was telling his coaches, "Hey, we need to look." Uh, we, and what you just said, offensively and defensively, uh, I think the keys will be our wide receivers yep. and, and, and slowing down their wide receivers. So that that's spot on there. Sandy Golson from the Bulldog uh, Radio Crew with Rob Bentley joining us here in Texas. I see Tony Anise and some of the assistants. They invited uh, Texas area recruits. Yeah, to stop in and high school players to stop in and uh, meet the coaches, seeing that they're here in McKinney, just north of Dallas. And there's a few recruits are talking to. So, yeah. again, uh, getting back to the national championship game, more branding for Ferris State as a university, as a football program. These are all wins, and we haven't even played the game on Saturday. <laughs>
12: you know it's funny? When you think of Texas, you, you really think of Texas Everything's football.
1: Everything's big in Texas. There's no question. But we well, were just t- I'll get to that part, too. But you <laughs> think Except of Texas. You guys went and got in and out, Rob Bentley and his daughter and you, and yes. I noticed there wasn't a fourth bag there for, a for Mr. Huge
12: here. Look how deep they're locked in right there. He's he's locked
1: in on the In-N-Out Burger
12: (laughs) like he's looking at the the roster for Saturday's game. Yeah, it takes tremendous focus to be able to enjoy In-N-Out. I
1: don't know if I'm going to get over the fact that, uh, (laughs) and I noticed that you really put it aside. You didn't care. You're chewing on your In-N-Out Burger right before we went on air. I'm feeling kind of left out here. Well, we got somebody that can hook you up. So I, I, uh, think, Mitch, I think we're going to do- drive me down. to I, I'm, I'm torn because I, I spent a lot of time in Oklahoma. I love Whataburgers. These are places you don't get in Michigan. I, that's why everybody goes to them. I'm torn between <laughs> Whataburger and In-N-Out. I think In-N-Out is a little bit overrated. I'm, I'm a Whataburger fan, but that's from my days at OU. So I will be, uh, Mish is going to drive. He's going out with alumni, a big dinner tonight, big fancy dinner. I noticed he didn't invite me to that, but he said I'd take you to Whataburger or in an out Burger drive through Maybe with a coupon or something no, like that. Probably me paying for my own <laughs> Whataburger while they're going to go have like steak and probably Stone Crab Lobster. Well, that sounds good. Uh, and all that stuff with the and everything. I get it, but... <laughs> All right, well, uh, Sandy, man, uh, enjoy the rest of the weekend yes, and the sir. call on Saturday. I know people on won the game in Grand Rapids, excited to hear you and Rob and the dogs in the D2 National Championship game. We'll see you later tonight. Yes, sir. All right, Sandy Golson does a great job as the color commentator with Rob Bentley on the Ferris Network. Superfly Hayes is our executive producer. He's back in Grand Rapids at the Auto Value Bumper to Bumper Parts Store Studios. We are doing it big in Texas as Ferris State looks for back-to-back national championships Saturday, 1 o'clock against Colorado Mines. 24-7, everything you need with this show because we are statewide, is free and available at thehugeshow.net. Big. Bad.
0: Huge. presentation of the Michigan Sports Network.
1: We are back live in Texas. It's our number three of our road show. Day one of two days previewing Ferris State Bulldog football as they get set to take on Colorado Mines on Saturday at 1 o'clock. You can watch that game all across America on ESPNU. Also, our flagship station, 96-1, the game in Grand Rapids. For those of you in the GR area, we'll be carrying the game live with Rob Bentley and Sandy Golson. Inside this hour, we'll talk... Michigan TCU the voice of TCU will check in with us from down the road in Fort Worth here in Texas Brian Estridge uh, will join us Uh, we'll also talk some Lions and Jets and more on Ferris State football if you want to join in on the conversation 1-866-838-4843 that's 1-866-838-HUGE add HUGE huge show on Twitter the HUGE show on Facebook you can also opt in on that HUGE text chain text the word HUGE to 21,000. All of our on-air social network interaction presented by the Denver Nuggets G League basketball team. The Grand Rapids Gold, they play their home games inside Van Andel Arena. Get your tickets today at Ticketmaster.com, the Van Andel Arena box office, and follow the Gold on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Uh, I also brought you the story that Blake Corm according to the Chicago Tribune, uh, he wins the award as the best player in the Big Ten. And you have the Bozzie Smith story. His court appearance uh, is bumped back to January 12th. And some Michigan State fans went nuts saying that uh, he gets to play. How convenient that it's after what could be a University of Michigan championship celebration. If they would win against TCU and against the winner of Georgia and Ohio State. And I'm like... Come on, people. Let the tunnel thing go. Please, just let it go. Plain and simple. Really easy. Uh, Just let it go. So you can comment on that at Huge Show on Twitter, The Huge Show. On Facebook, also opt in on that huge text chain. Text the word HUGE uh, to 21000. Amazing. Amazing. Uh, hospitality here in McKinney, Texas uh, for Ferris State University, and how many people have made the trip down from Michigan already, and you get the D2 National Championship game on Saturday, and the Bulldogs looking for back-to-back D2 National Championships, and Tony Anise and the Dogs, truly a national power, four straight uh, Final Fours, and amazing uh, what they're doing. Uh, Brian Estridge, voice of TCU Superfly, is he standing by? All right, he'll be joining us uh, momentarily. Curious to uh, get his thoughts. You know, as I'm here uh, in the Dallas-Fort Worth Metroplex, and we're north of Dallas in McKinney, Texas, it really makes me think about TCU. Maybe a little chip on their shoulder, but a, uh, just a tough-as-nails QB a team that plays with a lot of passion, and I love seeing matchups that we normally don't see that we're getting with Michigan and TCU. And Brian Estridge's a voice of TCU football, he's standing by here on the HUGE Show across Michigan. How you doing, my friend?
13: I'm doing good, Bill. How are we, man? Ready for uh, whole season to get underway. Crank up tomorrow, doesn't it?
1: Yeah, you know, and you get the bowl season, it's pretty cool. I just love Dallas and the hospitality here on the D2 side of things, with Ferris State University out of Michigan uh, playing Colorado Mines at McKinney High School. I, lo- I love that McKinney High School field. It's like a borderline uh, college football stadium. Amazing. Everything's big in Texas, right?
13: Yeah, we uh, we, we, uh, we enjoy our college, or excuse me, our high school football here in the state of Texas. Yeah, the stadiums are pretty amazing. And you show up, this is the weekend, by the way, of the state championships, too, in the state of Texas, Texas high schools, and they're all taking place at uh, Jerry World, AT&T Stadium. They'll have big crowds for those as well.
1: Yeah, and TCU, in terms of the Metroplex, obviously Dallas Cowboys are king, right? Uh, you, you get you get that uh, each and every uh, day. Uh, but TCU's rise to being a college football playoff team and uh, what they're doing in Fort Worth, how have they been received uh, by the Dallas-Fort Worth Metroplex sports fan base?
13: Yeah, quite well, as you might imagine. Obviously, with the success that they've had this year, really for the last two two and a half decades, you know TCU at high level uh, and has and has been successful in it. I, I think that that has developed a, a pretty good following for the Horn Frogs. I mean, let's face it, in this state where you have so many universities that are that are so big as far as their student pop is concerned and their alumni bases, it can be a little difficult sometimes to, to find your own way and teach you being a small private institution of only about 12,000 students. has been able to do that by playing at a high level, by playing now in the Big 12, and they build themselves as the uh, Dallas Fort Worth's Big 12 team. And so, yeah, you can be a, you, you can be a Texas alum or a Texas Tech alum or, or, or a Baylor alum or Oklahoma but still living in the Metroplex. I think TCU will take you as a fan, you know, 11 to the 12 weeks of the season, unless your team is fan. And so, so, it's created a whole bunch of what we refer to as Easter fans, you know, folks who didn't necessarily go to school at TCU. Michigan has them as well. You know, but they're, they didn't go to school there,
1: but they're fans of the whole project. Uh, Brian Estridge is a talented voice at TCU football, joining us here on the HUGE show across Michigan as we're ironically live uh, in Texas with Ferris State football. Uh, this TCU football team, uh, away from a fan base of hype and excitement, uh, the season they've had, the point they're at right now is one of the final four teams alive uh, for the national championship. Uh, what's the most important thing that most people don't know about this TCU team and what they've done this year?
13: Well, I think there's a couple of things you could point to. I mean, I, I think one is confidence. Uh, you know, a, a brand-new coach in Sonny Dykes who, who came in and instilled a, um, a sense of an air of confidence into the program, chasing the culture, making it more of a player-first uh Culture and, and, and that really is paid off. It did not take long for these players to buy in, as he said, to the method to his madness. Uh, it, it, it worked. You know, it's kind of like, you know, I use the analogy all the time. It, it, if, you're a, if you're a major league baseball pitcher, you think your stuff is the best stuff when you walk on the mound. You're pretty dang confident. And this group is that. They think that their stuff is the best stuff, that their offense consistent is the best, that their defense system is the best, that, uh, that their ability to make explosive plays is, is unrivaled in the country. And so they play with a high level of confidence, that's one thing. I think the other thing you're going to realize, and, and I think you know, as smart as Michigan fans are, they'll realize as well is that there's a ton of team speed here at ECU. They won't be as big as Michigan, I don't think anyone will ever claim that. Uh, but they're going to be one of the faster teams, maybe the faster teams that you've seen
1: all year. Brian Estridge, voice of TCU football, joining us uh, here on the Huled Show across Michigan. So when you got the word on the Sunday after the Big 12 championship game that TCU was in, you saw it was a matchup with Michigan, what were you thinking and what has been the vibe uh, from inside TCU about that game two weeks from Saturday in Arizona?
13: You know, I think TCU fans and, and, and players and coaches alike just wanted another opportunity. You know, I think they felt like they left a little bit uh, on the table with the loss to Kansas State in the championship game, obviously, in the in the chase for perfection. And you know how hard that can be. And so I think just getting the second opportunity, I don't think it mattered who they played. I, I, I don't think it mattered if they were playing Michigan or the Red Hot Detroit Lions in 1-5-6. You know, I, I think they didn't care. They just wanted to be out there. You know, I think it's important to them, and I, and I think that uh, you know, I you know, I, I think TCU also is a is a brand that continues to build itself, and they know that in order to do that, you've got to play the best, You know, uh, what, what was it the the, the great wrestler Rick Flair said to be the man? You got to be the man, uh, and I think that uh, I think TCU fans realize that. I mean, over the years, they've they've had those opportunities. You know, Wisconsin and they in the Rose Bowl was a great opportunity for them. They played Ohio State, obviously, uh, at at and Stadium several years ago. Uh, you know, so they, they've been in big settings. They, they've had big, big opportunities, but this one, obviously, one of the biggest.
1: Brian Estridge, voice of TCU football, Michigan TCU, two weeks from Saturday in Glendale, uh, Arizona. Is there something that, uh, again, for a team to be one of the Final Four, it's tough to nitpick and uh, find the negatives but uh, a concern you have about tcu and maybe something you know that michigan might not be able to stop <laughs> well I, I think that uh, you know anytime you take on a team
13: like michigan uh you know as big as they are as, as physical as they could be you know do they line up and try to smash you and that you know wisconsin tried to do that against tcu in the rose bowl in 2011 and, and you've seen trying teams try to do that the good news is that that TCU team speed and the three-point-five defense—they run kind of gives some some leverage points to take advantage of, of that speed to the point where it overcomes, uh, you know, the physical nature of the game. And, and and then also when you when you score as quickly as TCU can, sometimes that forces teams to, to get away from the the, uh, the grinded-out kind of game that. Uh, some to play. You know, Kansas State is one of those teams that can do that on you. And they were successful though in, that, in that championship game. I, I think that um, again, I go back to that team speed that that that, that, that can be a difference maker for it. the ability to to create explosive play. Uh, you know, you saw the Heisman ceremony. I think one of the stats they threw up was. You know, Max Duggan's ability to throw the deep ball is, and the success rate with which he gets the deep ball is number one in the country. He's got some explosive wide receivers that can high it, that, can, that can also run after the catch. And so I think all those sorts of things add up. So I, I think we're in for a great football game. I know Michigan fans probably don't know a lot about TCU, but uh, I, I really think that uh, we're in for a good football game uh, it's the best.
1: Yeah, it should be interesting. And I see TCU can. Uh, put a little chip on their shoulder, a a nine-point underdog, give or take. It's been fluctuating on the DraftKings Sportsbook app, big board Brian Estridge, great radio voice, TCU football. He'll be there in the desert. Uh, Winner between Michigan and TCU will move on to Los Angeles and SoFi Stadium against the winner of Georgia. And Ohio State. The awesome Final Four. Brian, thank you so much for your time. I'm in Texas. You're in Texas. Life is all about fate and destiny.
13: <laughs> I love it, brother. And, and, hey, by the way, you know you're talking to the, to the to the largest Detroit Lions fan in the state of Texas, too. So, uh, you know, it, it is all about
1: fate and destiny. So, hey, think about you, Your Christmas present. Uh, maybe a little after Christmas, if the Lions uh, win out, finish nine and one, ten and seven, and get to the playoffs, my lord, that would be phenomenal.
13: And the best part about it is hopefully would be here in Dallas against the Cowboys. I'll
1: be wearing the Honolulu blue and silver, brother. Man, I, and, but hopefully you're not wearing a TCU national championship. <laughs> and nothing against your horn frogs, but we are a, a statewide sports radio show in Michigan, Brian. I, I appreciate it, man. I I look forward. I'll, I'll check in on your call, and uh, you take care. Thank you, man. All right, Brian Estridge, voice of TCU football, joining us. He's down the road in Fort Worth, uh, south of us, about an hour. We're here in McKinney with Ferris State football. Uh, They are preparing, just finished up their last pad practice. They'll have a walkthrough tomorrow. And on Saturday at 1, Colorado Mines and Ferris State University for the D2 National Championship. The dog's looking for back-to-back. Uh, national championships under head coach Tony Anise and his staff who've done another phenomenal job this year and the Bulldog Nation is rolling in to the Dallas Metroplex a phenomenal turnout can't wait to see what it will be like on Saturday over at McKinney Stadium on the way more conversation when it comes uh, to the Lions and the Jets Michigan and TCU and also more on Ferris State And the dogs. I think Caleb Murphy, who is the top defensive lineman uh, in D2 football, uh, the most sacks of anybody at any level in college football this year. We'll hear from him before the end of the hour. Remember, uh, if you want to comment, add Huge Show on Twitter, The Huge Show on Facebook. All of our social network interaction presented by the Denver Nuggets G League basketball team, the Grand Rapids Gold, who now play their home games inside Van Andel Arena in downtown Grand Rapids. Get your tickets at Ticketmaster.com, the Van Andel Arena box office, and also follow the Grand Rapids Gold on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram.
0: From Detroit to Petoskey, this show is huge.
1: It's time to go in the huddle. One, two, three, top
4: flight It's a new day to celebrate and be free. It's a new day full of action and excitement because it's a new day for winning only at Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort. It's a new day. Visit SoaringEagleCasino.com. Bowl season is officially upon us and it all begins tomorrow with a doubleheader beginning at 11.30 a.m. with Miami taking on UAB in the Bahamas Bowl followed up by number 25 UTSA against number 24 Troy in the Cure Bowl. But perhaps the most fascinating bowl game will be on Saturday between Cincinnati and Louisville. Louisville's head coach Nick Satterfield left last week to become the new head coach at who? Cincinnati! Now Satterfield said he's removing himself from the game completely and will hit the road for recruiting purposes. His replacement will be an interim with a familiar name, former Cardinals wide receiver Dion Branch. Louisville did work quickly hiring a new head coach, however, it'll the former Purdue Boilermaker head coach Jeff Brom going back to his alma mater. No Big Ten action this weekend, but two more MAC teams will hit the screens next Tuesday, starting with Eastern taking on
3: San Jose State and Toledo against Liberty. To the end zone! Now, Bulldogs! Ferris State football takes on the Colorado School of Mines or Diggers in the NCAA Division II National Championship game this Saturday in McKinney, Texas. And you can watch the game live at 13 different Buffalo Wild Wings locations across the state. Kickoff is at 1 p.m. Eastern time. Watch live in Grand Rapids, Detroit, Lansing, and more. Cheer on the Ferris State Bulldogs as they look to repeat as the Division II National Champions at Buffalo Wild Wings.
1: Huge here for my good friends on the DraftKings Sportsbook app, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. So it's that time of the year. We got the holiday season. You got the Pistons uh, winning some, losing some. It's time for you to get in on the action. New customers who use promo code HUGE after they download the DraftKings Sportsbook app. When you sign up, H-U-G-E, you'll then be able to bet just $5 pre-game money line on any NBA team to win their game, and you'll get $150 in free bets if they do. Plus, everybody on the DraftKings Sportsbook app can combine multiple bets for a bigger payout with DraftKings Same Game Parlay. So you can look at the Pistons, you can pick one player to do two, three, four, five, six different things, three players, the entire starting lineup. Just download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now to get in on the Holiday Hoops action. Sign up with code HUGE after you download the DraftKings DraftKings Sportsbook app. Then place a $5 pregame money line bet on any NBA team to win, and you'll get $150 in free bets if they do. That's only on the DraftKings Sportsbook app, and only when you use code HUGE when you sign up. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call the Michigan Department of Health and Human Services Gambling Disorder Helpline at 1-800-270-7117. 21 and up in Michigan only. Eligibility and deposit restrictions apply bonus issued as free bets. Eligibility and terms at DraftKings.com slash basketball terms.
0: You're listening to The Huge Show on the Michigan Sports Network.
1: The Huge Show is back live across Michigan. Superfly Hayes is our executive producer as we originate From Texas, Uh, today and tomorrow at Ferris State football as they're looking ahead to the D2 National Championship game on Saturday, 1 o'clock on ESPNU. Colorado Mines will be their opponent, and a Ferris State... Wins that game. That's back to back D2 uh, national championships. You can watch, like I said, on ESPNU and also listen in the Grand Rapids area on 96.1, Rob Bentley and Sandy Golson uh, with the call on the Bulldog Radio Network, also in the Big Rapids area. You can listen on Sunny FM, like you always do, to Dog Football. And everybody connected to Ferris, they've been awesome. Uh, they It's just a, a great group of people everybody i've met connected uh, to the university now whether you're a student alum or just a ferris fan or you want to hop aboard the dog bandwagon uh, your ferris gear at ferrisstatebulldogs.com that is ferrisstatebulldogs.com you can gear up uh, for the dogs in the d2 national championship game FerrisStateBulldogs.com. Uh, EJ Holland is standing by. He is the recruiting insider for Michigan football for the You got the first signing day uh, coming up next week, and Michigan busy uh, with some downtime with still 15, we'll make that 16 days away from the college football playoff semifinal against TCU out in Arizona. EJ is standing by uh, from the Wolverine.com recruiting office. How you doing, my man? I'm doing well. How are you? Good. Uh, what would you say uh, is the obvious momentum would be the fact that what they did to Ohio State went in another Big Ten title in the college football playoff, a lot of national daily exposure, uh, the impact of 13-0 and for Michigan, and how it's helping recruiting right now?
14: Yeah, I mean, it's not translating as much as you would think. Uh, Michigan currently has the number 22 Ranked recruiting class in the country, uh, which obviously is not super ideal. It's uh, one of the lowest-ranked classes that has, that Michigan has landed under Jim Harbaugh. Barring any signing day surprises, they are still in it with a few highly touted recruits, including four-star defensive back Zaire Hill. They're trying to flip a couple guys, like Florida uh, defensive back mid Aaron Gates, but. Overall, it's kind of disappointing considering the on-field results. I think a lot of that had to do with the off-season movement and, and lack of building early relationships. You obviously had Jim Arbaugh's rotations with the NFL. You had a lot of staff changes and movement in general. And then the rise of NIL has completely changed the recruiting landscape. Now, Michigan is uh, working on figuring that out, I think, uh, by Michigan proving that last season wasn't a flash in the pan how they had back-to-back with 10 titles, college football playoff appearances potentially a national championship experience. I think the recruiting really take off in 2024 and everything aligns correctly. But this cycle is still some work to do. Uh, like I said, runs outside the top one and into next signing period.
1: You know, what's interesting and I know EJ, we've talked a couple times over the last month or so on air on the huge show across Michigan that with the year they had a year ago, that that didn't translate. And, you, and you've used the word surprisingly in both of our conversations. Was it the fact that the uncertainty about Harbaugh's contract and the flirtation with the NFL, that that hurt that class?
14: I think it did. I mean, you go back to that time, and it wasn't just that there was flirtation with the NFL. It was the fact that he went out to Minnesota for the interview, the fact that the process dragged out for so long. Instead of selling Michigan, making the college football playoff when he was on the road, all the questions were, are you staying at Michigan? Um, so that was something that really impacted the class. You had guys come in for their big first underclassmen visit weekend back after the dead period. So I believe it was uh, late January. And were question marks about whether Harbaugh was going to the NFL or not so it just took forever to sort out and like I said you had staff movement so you had both coordinators leave you had guys move from offense to defense uh, like Jay Harbaugh or defense to offense like John Fellamy you had new staff hires in general the recruiting department took a hit. Uh, the leader of that department, Morgan, went off to Washington. So I think, again, the, the staff movement, the recruiting department hit. The rise of it was just a, not a great recipe for Michigan to have success on the recruiting crowd. I mean, again, the good news is that uh, there are some gems in this class. There are still some guys that are on the board that are highly touted. And I think they're setting up nicely. In 2024, Michigan already has a handful of four-star commits for that cycle, and I think the success will really resonate with each as we head into the 2024 recruiting cycle.
1: What would winning the national championship on January 9th in Los Angeles do for Harbaugh and Michigan recruiting?
14: I mean, the same thing that we said last year, it would be amazing, right? If, uh, if Michigan were able to win the national championship, I'd be mean, recruits would be falling over to play at Michigan. That's not the issue. I mean, the on-field success is, is terrific. It's more so can we avoid a chaotic offseason? Michigan always seems to be its worst, own worst enemy. So will Harbaugh completely shut down the NFL rumors? Will most of the staff stay intact and keep up the recruiting department with a figure out nil those are questions that need to be answered michigan's doing amazing on the field they should be doing amazing on the recruiting trail they just need those other outside factors to fall into
1: play e.j holland uh, you can follow michigan football recruiting 24 7 at the wolverine.com part of the on3.com network and e.j is on the inside when it comes to michigan uh, recruiting e.j thanks for the update enjoy the weekend
13: you do,
1: appreciate it. All right, DJ Holland joining us on the huge show across Michigan as our road show continues with Ferris State football from McKinney, Texas. I think Superfly tells me that Jason Vanderlawn is standing by this dude. Like I said, I don't know if anybody's ever had a better D2 football career than what he had for Ferris State in Big Rapids, uh, now in West Michigan. Uh, inside the Rockford High School Football Program, which is a powerhouse and uh, Jason is standing by. How you doing, my friend? I'm doing good. How are you? Good man, you coming down here? You know, I was down
2: there last year, and I was doing everything I can to get back down there this year. I had some family things come up; I got to take care of, unfortunately. Uh, but I'll be, I'll be rooting along. My parents will actually be down there as well, though. Uh, I got a big crowd going down there, and just like uh, last year, was a great time. Wish I could be back there, but it just didn't work out this year.
1: Yeah, it's a really cool experience, and the way they uh, set it up for Ferris and Bulldogs looking for back-to-back national championships and seeing, uh, I'm talking a ton of Ferris alums, students, everybody already. And it's, uh, you know, we're still well, a little less than 48 hours uh, from the national championship game over at McKinney ISD, a high school field that, you know, looks <laughs> yeah, like I said, everything is uh, big in Texas. And, yeah, Coach talked about you. I saw Tony at breakfast this morning, talked about you guys last year and just how big it was for the program and even though all the players who didn't win a title or maybe made it deep into the playoffs everybody shares in the success of Ferris State football am I correct on that Jason?
2: Yeah and that really changed the route I would say when Tony got there so we really didn't make the playoffs before him and then um, even just the love for past teams has grown so much since he got there in 2012 and, and that's why I think that you're seeing the kind of people that you are out there and then the people that showed up for Ferris and last year when I went down there I mean the second that tailgate opened there's there's hundreds of people there already which is crazy uh, but it's cool to see how much uh, Ferris traveled but yeah like you said I mean all the kids that were my age, you know, we, we started to make the playoffs, We made a couple of runs. We didn't win the national championship, but we were down there. Uh, we, were, we were storming the field the second that that was the blue last year. We were hugging everybody, and it, and it felt like, you know, we were still part of that team and we were part of that victory. So it's just kind of cool to see how much all the past guys uh, are still enjoying this and we're just all supporting it. And it's amazing players from the powerhouse that they are today
1: jason vanderlawn like i said two-time harlan hill trophy winner 2014 2015 that's the d2 equivalent of the heisman trophy and rob bentley from the ferris state broadcast crew and also associate ad told me that uh, jason had more rushing yardage uh, in college at ferris state than any other uh, college player at any level at quarterback so a phenomenal career, went on to play in the NFL for a few years, and then uh, the love of football is still there in his heart, and he's part of uh, the prestigious Rockford uh, High School football program as their offensive uh, coordinator. Uh, Tony Anise, I, I want to get your thoughts. Uh, uh, why, why has Ferris been so successful under Tony Anise?
2: Yeah, it's it's first of all, so he he's a phenomenal offensive mind without a doubt. Okay, but the more that I've been around other teams and then I bounced around five different teams in the NFL, I, I've been at I've been at high school now. You see other teams. You watch. I mean, at the end of the day, you can find the plays that teams are going to run, and you can run them yourself. You know why? Why is he better than these other schools? And what it comes down to is he's going to get the most out of every single guy every single day, and he's. Uh, I don't know, I think he just turned 60, whatever. But the amount of energy that he has and that he brings to practice every day is unbelievable. I mean, there, there's never one single down day. There's never one period where he's taking something off. There's never one rep that he's just going to let you go 75%, 700%. I mean, he just constant, it, And it's his love for this game and it's his love for his players. Uh, he, he's a great job at giving kids second and third chances. Um, sometimes some players might not like that, but he really sees something in you um, and he's going to work with you. And, and to see those kids come out of some of those situations um, because he's worked with them and they showed him the love that he has for them, um, it really helps the team out so much. And it, it just like I said, it gets the, he gets everybody going 100% all the time. So then now, now that they're a powerhouse, now you can recruit even better kids and then you get those kids going, well, I mean, we're going back to back national championships. Four times in a row, uh, semifinals. He just has something special to him where he can get everything out of you. And I know one of his big things is, is love and how much he loves his players, how much the players love each other. Um, and there's just a lot more sense of uh, just genuine care and love between the team that I don't feel like a lot of programs have. It's something that's a lot more close knit up in Big Rapids, what a lot of guys don't get when they go to their places.
1: Hey, man, I, and I've seen it just in the last week or so uh, with my live broadcast and traveling with the team last night and being around the team hotel and seeing the guys and the coaches and the fans and the families. And uh, it really, uh, I'm, I'm telling you, I said this to Rob at breakfast, this Ferris team uh, has a grit to them. They have a toughness. You know, I talked about all your accolades, and you earned them, and two-time Harlan Hill Trophy winner, the equivalent of the Heisman and your rushing yardage as a QB. No one has ever eclipsed that at any level of college football. But this Ferris team, their their defense, uh, second half against West Florida last week in the D2 semifinal, Jason, their Mm -hmm. defense has carried this team this year when you look at some of the playoff wins and regular season wins uh, that they needed to get to this point.
2: Yeah, it's crazy looking at... So, Coach Hodges was there when I was there. Um, and just, I mean, even the last, last year, their defense was good. Now, their offense, I mean, with Jared Bernhardt last year, on the Falcons. now. I mean, their offense was, you know, destroying people. And now this year, they've won. And, what, we've won, like, four, like, one-score games. There's a lot of close games this year. and Our defense is just carrying us. But like you said, I mean, they just shut down those for last year, last week. And there's one... But there was that one big player that I don't think West Florida, you know, should have gotten better than that. I mean, we just completely, the yards that West Florida had was like nothing. And to have a dominant defense like that when maybe our offense isn't scoring as much. I mean, the offense is still scoring a lot, but um, not like last year. But just to see those guys come together and, and then these playoffs, it's, it's what makes them have a deep run. Um, and when you look at it statistically, we might not have got as far as we did last year. Well, once you go to the playoffs, it's mean the game one week at a time. And it's cool team going back. And I have full confidence that they're going to be able to bring home another national championship.
1: I think Jason Vanderlawn, the former Ferris State quarterback, he's going to find a way to get here to McKinney, Texas, just north <laughs> of Dallas. A D2 National Championship game Saturday at 1 o'clock uh, Michigan time on ESPNU. 96 won the game in Grand Rapids is carrying uh, the Bulldog Radio Network broadcast with Rob Bentley and Sandy Golston. That will begin. Again, a little afternoon on Saturday in the Grand Rapids area, 961 uh, The game, FerrisStateBulldogs.com. If you want to gear up uh, for Ferris State, that's FerrisStateBulldogs.com. Jason, man, thanks for uh, kicking off our live broadcast here uh, from Dallas. I appreciate it, man. Enjoy the game. Good luck, and we'll talk soon. I
2: appreciate
6: it. Go dogs, baby. Everything
0: huge, 24-7 at thehugeshow.net.
6: Football fans can turn a loss into a win with the king of sportsbooks. Hi, this is Matt Shepard. Just place a single first touchdown score or prop bet on any Monday or Thursday pro football game. If your bet loses, you'll receive up to $25 back in free bets. This offer is available all season long. Wager confidently and take your game to the next level with BetMGM. Just log onto your account or download the BetMGM app and sign up today. Then wager on any player to score the first touchdown in any Monday or Thursday pro football game. And if your bet misses, You'll still get up to $25 back in free bets. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Michigan only. This is a new and existing customer offer. All promotions are subject to qualification and eligibility requirements. Rewards issued is non-withdrawal free bets or site credit. Free bets expire seven days from issuance. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help. Excludes Michigan disassociated persons.
5: It's Jeff Dunham on his all-new tour,
3: still not canceled. Yes, I make a living talking to myself, which means some forms of mental illness actually pay off. Is it bad that I unplugged my cousin's life support to charge my phone? Oh,
5: shut the hell up. December 29th, Van Dandel Arena. Tickets on sale now at JeffDunham.com. Don't miss them, Grand Rapids.
7: Silence! I kill you! Jeff
5: Dunham on his all-new tour, still not canceled. Imagine this, winning big at Soaring Eagle and filling your sleigh with $100,000. Come out for Reindeer Games every Friday in December from 6 to 10 p.m. Each hour, two players have the chance to pick a lucky reindeer and win up to $100,000 cash. Don't miss your chance at huge holiday winnings, only at the Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort. Your getaway, reimagined. Visit SoaringEagleCasino.com for complete rules and details.
10: Delicious holiday meals are right around the corner when you shop Meyer. Get Meyer Spiral Sliced Half Ham for 89 cents per pound, limit two. Meyer canned vegetables like green beans are just 39 cents. And Pillsbury refrigerated baked products are buy two, get one free. Plus, whip up your favorite holiday desserts with low prices on family favorites like Meyer butter, flour, and sugar. Get more for your money with the same low Meyer prices no matter how you shop, in-store or online. Exclusions apply. See all the deals in the Meyer app.
1: show is back live across Michigan. Superfly Hayes is our executive producer back at the Auto Value Bumper to Bumper Parts Store Studio in downtown Grand Rapids at our flagship station, 96.1 The Game. Now, 96.1 The Game is carrying Ferris and Colorado Mines on Saturday kickoff at 1 p.m. here in Texas. We're in McKinney, just north of Dallas. Uh, they play the D two state championship at a high school football field, and most would say, "What do you mean a high school football field?" Trust me, uh, it's not your typical uh, twenty five thousand seat state of the art high school football complex. It's an amazing uh, facility. And Ferris looking for back to back national championships. We had. Uh, Jason Vanderlawn on earlier, who now is with the Rockford High School football program. Two-time Harlan Hill trophy winner. That'd be like doing an Archie Griffin and winning a couple of Heisman trophies during your career. All-time leading rusher for a quarterback at any level. Of college football, and it was cool to hear from Jason. That interview will be up on our podcast. Just search the Huge Show uh, where you download podcasts, and a lot of people from Ferris alums, students, families just walking through uh, the Ferris State team hotel. And Jeremy Michler is here, associate VP for external relations, also executive director of the Ferris State University Alumni Association. So he's used to traveling around the country. Told me last night at dinner, uh, second highest base for Ferris State alums outside of the state of Michigan, the state of Florida, and you combine their pharmacy optometry programs along with their PGA golf management school, and that's why you get a big connection to Ferris in Florida, but also Texas has become uh, their second home here the last couple of years in McKinney. Last year won uh, the D2 National Championship, now looking for back-to-back titles. And we want to welcome Jeremy Mishler uh, to the HUGE show uh, here in McKinney, Texas. How you doing, my friend?
8: Hey, good afternoon, Bill. I'm doing great. Great to be here with you in yeah. McKinney.
1: And I, your family's rolling in from Big Rapids. Your son, a 10th-grade know-it-all sports fan. I love that, man. He's, awesome. our, he's awesome, our guy. And awesome
8: he, fantasy football player, a good guy. Uh, yep, our son, Xavier. He takes good care of our players, too. He's, he uh, actually
1: has a clipboard, and he's monitoring your interview. Right now, and get a. I think he's grading it like he grades some film uh, with Ferris. No State doubt, football. he'll have
8: some pointers for me later.
1: All right, the family here—that's awesome. Uh, experience it because you never know. You can't take going to um, McKinney, Texas, and uh, a national championship could be less than forty-eight hours away for Tony Anise and Neese Ferris State football or football. But for you, Jeremy, with uh, the external relations. Which gets to alums and donors and uh, the alumni associations. Uh, how big is it for Ferris State University to have their football program back here in Texas looking for back to back national championships? Well,
8: it was big the first time. It's amplified the second time, Bill, because you know there's a, a great deal of pride held by all of the Ferris family. Ferris State University is more than just an institution. It's a, it's a place that takes folks who have a career goal in mind and sets them up to achieve, to get right into that industry. And, and that's why it becomes such a close-knit family, because even the football team, right, the, the common denominator that Tony Anise uses for the successful formula, if you will, is love. And he brings kids in. He develops them. We do the same thing institution-wide. And our alumni, they appreciate that. They know that they're around the country. They're here in Texas, but they're coming down from Michigan. Because they know they need to be as a part of that large family unit that's going to support them and push them over the top once again.
1: And it's a celebration, really, of Ferris State University and Ferris State football uh, here in McKinney, Texas, and a huge Ferris uh, Dog Nation contingent last year, and I already sense it's going to be even bigger than last year, as Tony and niece and the dogs are looking for back-to-back national championships. Uh, how have the alums been when it comes to giving, donating, Uh, supporting Ferris to take the university, its academics, and its athletic facilities to the next level.
8: They've been great, Bill. So we just wrapped up our first-ever comprehensive fundraising campaign. We had a goal of uh, raising $115 million, hit $123 million. That's awesome. Athletics was a part of that. You've seen the new facility, the workout facility, the new volleyball arena that oh, we've added onto our beautiful. athletic complex. I think there's some great opportunities that lie ahead of us with sports like football, hockey, and several of our sports are coming up. You've seen the success of our ladies' soccer team. And so our alumni are 100% behind it. As it pertains to the football team in particular, I mean, you've been to our campus. Campus, you know the type of uh, a raucous community support that they enjoy from our Gridiron Club, which has grown and grown, and not just in numbers, but in the level of which they support our team. And you know, we do a lot with what we have to work with at Ferris. We're proud of that at all levels, but we've been so grateful to have that growing philanthropic community of alums and partners uh, and those who work with us on a number of levels to really put support into action through, through dollars, through resources like that. And I, I see it continuing to grow as we continue to grow ourselves as a university.
1: Jeremy Micheler is Associate VP for External Relations, Executive Director of the Alumni Association for Fair State University, and just a good guy. Uh, And thank you for the partnership with uh, the huge show down here in the Michigan Sports Network. Before we go, if a Ferris alum is listening, uh, how can they become part of the Alumni Association, uh, be a donor, uh, help Ferris. I assume maybe FerrisStateBulldogs.com, the website, or uh, do you have another link?
8: No, that's a great place to go, especially if they're looking to support our athletic programs. They can join our Bulldog Athletic Association. For those alums out there, you're already a member. There's no fee to join. But all we ask is as you get more involved, you're coming out to events, you're supporting our teams, is that perhaps you find a way to give back because that's really going to make a big difference in the lives of our students.
1: All right, Jeremy, man, uh, I look forward to the next couple of days with you and the Dog Nation here just north of Dallas, Texas. Uh, enjoy the weekend. We will, Bill. We're honored to have you with us. Thank yeah. you. Back at you, Jeremy Mishler. Also, pretty cool family. A sophomore, son. Uh, almost knows a mut- as much about sports as I do. As much about a sports as I do. Why am I talking like Joni Baroni? Uh, Superfly Hayes is back in Grand Rapids. We are in Texas. Ferris State, Saturday 1 on ESPNU. Looking for back-to-back D2 National Football Championships. ESPNU on TV. And 96-1, the game in Grand Rapids is airing the championship game live Saturday at 1.
0: Big. Bad. Huge. Yeah.